Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I'm your co-host and stellar good boy, Jimmy, and I'm here with... Big Tasty Tony B. Hell yeah. Always hitting his marks, Tasty Tony B. And... Dave, look at this. Look at this fucking Dave waffling. The, Dave the fox catcher. <laughs> the fox catcher? Yes. The fox yes. catcher in the rye? Uh, I, I guess so. Can't, the, right. I, I was going to go with Dave, the fantastic Mr. Dave, but I didn't uh, think it worked. No, it, it's, no it's too yeah. deep. It doesn't... It's yeah. not referential I enough. A, I know. I know. I had a... There was an incident with a fox today, and it mm-hmm. was just roaming around in the backyard, yeah. and he just he just owns the place. And then right. I found out that Drew... It's illegal to move foxes, <laughs> to right, move healthy right, foxes. Right. So you, you just kind of leave it alone. Yeah. So you, so you, you decided that the best thing to do for this woodland creature was to try to call animal control. I just wanted to make sure he would be okay. And your question was, is it going to eat a cat? Uh, it might. Or a small baby? It might. The small baby pet, really, really, <laughs> really. Yeah. 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 I just didn't. <laughs> I just. I just don't understand how she told me it was illegal to move, to move healthy yeah. ones, and then followed it up with. But you could call a private firm and they, they they might charge money. And I was like, you just told me it was illegal. Why would you tell me to do something that's still illegal? Well, yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's, she's there's, a shill for the private. Uh, I guess so. For the private industry. There, There's a privatization in the animal control yeah. industry. Well, no, there's if there's like the citywide ham are animal control yeah. that deal with most and of the, most of it. Yeah. in their time yeah. and but there has to be certain specifications if the fox was injured they would come down yeah. but because he was healthy he had to he just had to roam and I was like how am I going to know and she's like well you can does it you, look injured see, you, does he look injured I was like what do you want me to do go outside and ask him <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi uh, do you want some food do you want stay, a blanket stay red um, you're not supposed to feed them yeah, yeah. That's why I said blanket. <laughs> but, but she also said that you're not supposed to move coyotes. And I know coyotes do eat small animals. Oh, yeah, but that's a coyote. And small this children. Was, this was a fox. He was a majestic fox. You didn't go out and ask what the fox says. I did not. Oh. I did not. Well, curious what the fox says. There we go. <laughs> As Quentin, Quentin knows what the fox Quentin says. does know he what the fox, what the fox says. He does. He he will tell you what the fox says. He was very upset when he came home because Mr. Fox was not in the backyard. Oh, to find uh, him. oh. sucks. But it was only because it's dark. Like he might yeah. still be back. That's true. He could be. We could be hiding out in the playhouse. You never know. He lives there now. Yes, he could be playing in the playhouse. I I don't know, man. Yeah. I just don't want him to have a, his fox family back there. Okay, he's not gonna have a fox I family. I have he's enough fucking he's one of him. How do you know his family's not not, not around? Maybe they would have been. Maybe they, they went there. bowling. Maybe but they did. They could have gone bowling, yeah. but like, like there's a family of raccoons that that turns up every so often. Like, is is it gonna be a turf war now? It could be. You never know. It could be West Side Story. I'm gonna man. go out. I'm gonna look on the on the camera. The, the raccoon's gonna be gonna be fucking snapping his fingers and the foxes come out and they're just like they they got shivs yeah yeah hell yeah yeah i go i go out there when i go out there the next day there's dead raccoons everywhere yeah you're the you're the infirmary you gotta go clean up the bodies <laughs> and nurse the wounded and there's just the one fox who's just standing back out to the front lines the one fox is standing on top of a bunch of raccoon corpses he looks at me and we just <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a whole passion day all moment and the battle flute. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> Muskets at dawn. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's still my favorite part in Fantastic Mr. Fox when we just look at each other. <laughs> yeah, raise their it's arms the best. In solidarity. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> that good wolf. That good wolf. I want to uh, talk about some other movies though, instead yeah. of Fantastic Mr. Fox and your woodland creature adventures. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about my woodland creature adventures. That's when Alyssa should have gone outside in the backyard to see if she could be like full Disney princess and just like started bringing all of the woodland <laughs> creatures towards her. She wanted it to go outside and pet it. She thought it was the cutest thing ever. They are cat dogs. Yeah. Yeah. They it stretched yeah. and it looked like a like three or four wiener dogs. Like yeah. it was fucking huge. His yeah, asshole yeah. was way over here and his head was over here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. They're they're part doggo, but they're also mostly cat. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Apparently. You want it? You want yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, 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 let's okay. get on. Let's get on. Let's get on. We don't need to keep talking about fun. Thank God. Thank God. Do we want to do uh, a little bit of a normal thing today? Yeah. Little, yeah, we could do the that. Best my worst. Yeah, we could do that. Before we do that, though. <laughs> We have a oh we have to we have we our have editorial to address, section. We have, to, we have to we have to address a few comments. Oh, okay. We've been called out by Redactions. two people. Oh, corrections! Uh, two people, separate so, people or same person? Uh, two different people. Okay. Two different people. Were they from Finland? They were not from Finland. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Don't want to hear it. <laughs> we have one uh, new listener um, who says that we were wrong when we said that Goofy is a dog. He says that apparently Goofy is a cow. And if you look this up on Google, it is a highly debated topic. I have well, heard see, I, I don't want to. I don't. Uh, I'm not here to wade into the controversy. Go- of Goofy's the girlfriend species. is a cow. I yeah, do know. We that. know that. We know that. We know this. But yes, I we know this. You know what? Bring them on. This, we we're going to bring them on. We will debate. We whether, will debate <laughs> whether right. Goofy is a dog. Or watch or the not. Goofy movie and try to <laughs> figure right. it out. So, friend of the podcast, Chris. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this. We are calling you out, sir. <laughs> free, feel free to uh, come on to oh. the podcast, and we will debate this at length. Yeah, I'll sit here and moderate because I don't. I don't really give a shit either way. <laughs> if Goofy ends up being a cow, I don't think anything in my life is going to significantly change. Aren't cows all women? Isn't it the bull is the man? Yes, technically. I guess. Yeah, because when you impregnate the cow, you got to bring in the bull, right? Yeah, that's so, true. But Goofy's or just a, one one human with a long glove on. Yeah, so Goofy's that. just a male, ca- like no, no. <laughs> Goofy is most certainly not a bull. Dave, so, is, Dave is calling shenanigans. I am calling. The, I don't know about shenanigans. I don't know enough about cows. I, oh my god, you're wearing a Goofy shirt. I actually am. <laughs> yeah. He's actually wearing a Goofy yeah, shirt. I didn't, I didn't realize just, I was. Just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not seeing a lot of cow, but I understand cow. I just he's got the flappy ears. Cows don't yeah. have flappy ears. I don't know. But do dogs have floppy ears that long? Uh I guess some of them yeah. do. Yeah. 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 What's that? What's that? Is it a dash hound? It still doesn't make anything Bloodhound? more it, it you know, it still doesn't make anything more uh clear if he takes Pluto out for a walk. <coughs> no, no, it doesn't. It's uh yeah. That's that's weird. I it's, yeah. st- it's still yeah. weird that a mouse would be taking a dog out for a walk too. It's all weird. Yeah. It's uh, it doesn't make any sense at all. It, I don't think it has to. 
Oh, it doesn't. It's Disney. They just Donald, make up the rules. And Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. Donald Duck doesn't <laughs> wear pants. Never has. Yeah. We should all take a, take, a, take a page out of Donald Duck's book. Just Donald Duck it all day. Yeah. yeah. Just don't walk up into public. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's or that's not, wear or a tight little blue shirt and yeah. a little hat. <laughs> little hat. <laughs> the most what? obscene blue hat. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, the second The comic? second comment mm-hmm. um, is it from a new listener. Oh. Uh-huh. So two uh, new listeners. Two new listeners. I love it. Um, Thank this you one, for listening. This one says yeah. that she has problems differentiating between the three of us between the three of us between the three of us especially especially myself and uh dave okay especially i was gonna say because that's always (laughs) been the problem for a lot of people that don't exactly know who you are yes exactly but for the seasoned the seasoned among us god it's painfully clear yeah Um, like are we gonna have to just be like this is dave speaking right now and uh this is your man Big Tasty speaking. Like, is that what we're gonna have no, to do? You know, you know what? I'll just be more animated, more of an ass. You know, just you know, make. Do you just, want me to? I mean, bring on my pompous voice and speak, <laughs> speak like no, a critic. Just, just no, just keep coughing away over there, Chuckles yeah, Magoo. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's how we'll know your fucking Harvey Firestein voice, man. I don't want to have the Harvey Firestein oh, voice man, again. Do you like, remember that? God, we went and saw Bad Boys for Life. Oh, it was a magical moment. Just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I was bad, man. I just, I'm really excited to see this movie. <laughs> Are you, Dave? I think you might be dying. Is it cancer? It might I, be. I couldn't speak. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not bring that up. Spe- I literally didn't have a voice for like six weeks yeah because you were the original patient zero for covid apparently we know apparently let's prove and i got it at fucking disneyland (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. after i met fucking goofy fucking so So, actually it might have been donald duck i don't know all right oh so the jump jump was an avian jump patient zero from donald either goofy or donald duck yeah either way it jumped it crossed species yes and then dave brought it home with him yep like a fucking chump i I just remember when Damn I went you. to the when I went to urgent care and they were just like, so it's not quite the flu. And it's not pneumonia. We don't really know what it is. And I was like, that's not helpful. Not helpful at all. And then you look up at the you look up at the TV ticker and it's just like mysterious new mysterious virus. <laughs> mysterious virus going through China. Wuhan uh, oh. province. <laughs> what a time. What a time. Fuck. We all remember. We all remember. So, okay, so differentiating voices is a problem. Yes. But yes. especially for you two, which Apparently. I don't, I, I never have seen it. I've never understood it. I, I don't understand it, but you know what? If it's said, you know what? we got to no, do it. it. I know what it is. I know yeah. what you have to do. What? You have to go back to the Tony Baldwin whisper voice. Hey. Hey. I'm doing very good things. Like you, you, like you've always just been briefly woken up from a nap. <laughs> why don't Why don't we just get you like a can of helium and you just you just huff it every few minutes? Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure that would be good for my health. <laughs> okay, fine. Not, if the marijuana doesn't kill me, Dave, not the he, not the helium. Then we'll get you we'll get you a can of whipped cream. You turn it upside down. You just start doing whippets in the corner. I have whipped cream upstairs. Actually. All right, so whippets brought to you by Finger Guns. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Emma, if you're listening, uh, we will do our best to differentiate our voices. <laughs> but you thank could, you for the note. If you couldn't tell, that was Tony Baldwin speaking. This is James speaking. And I think I got a pretty good differentiated radio voice. Yeah, I think you're fine. 
I put it on. I think you're fine. Yeah. You, you got to have a radio voice. What are you, what you, are you doing? To, you I was to. told I would. Yeah, I was told I had a face for radio. Well, yeah. Well, with this we've known for years. It's, it's true. It's true. I was actually pretty good at radio, too. Wrong career choices, Holmes. <sighs> Could have been on the radio. Could have. We've been doing this podcast for two years. I think he's doing pretty well for himself. Well, now, yeah. Now. <laughs> we had to create the radio station for well, him. Well, of course. And now he just gets to pontificate from his... Uh, his his lofty critiques of movies. Yes. Yeah. His yes. Rolodex of film knowledge. Yeah. Like a pompous ass. But yes. he continually rubs in my face every day that we play the fucking movie grid game. Speaking yes. of plug for movie grid. Yeah. 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 They are they are killing the game. That is Go have some that's fun. Wonder, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Have some fun. Test your film knowledge. See if you can beat us. Mm-hmm. And throw your phone across the room when you get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you when you forget what a drama is. Yeah. Yeah. Or what they consider a drama to I be. I really want to know what the fuck they consider a drama. Uh, so what? One of one of one of y'all put ET today, and I was like, ET. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a family movie. What drama? That is definitely not, not a, a drama. Serious there's drama. A, there's a couple of them that I've just been like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Name one movie Chris Rock has been in that's a drama. Has he ever done a drama? I, I got it right. I, I did too. Because of what they classify <laughs> as a fucking drama. I think Dolomite's pretty good towards a drama. That's really yeah. Yeah. that's more of a comedy. I guess. Yeah. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's, it's a dramedy. It's dramedy. Yeah. It's, it's literally dramedy. as much of a drama as what did I pick? Top five? Like the, come on. Top yeah. five isn't really a comedy though. It's not really a drama either. What would you classify it as? Have you seen Top 5? I have. Oh. Do you remember Top 5? I remember there's a lot of discussions about people making Top 5s. Okay. That act- actually isn't Sandler in it. We could have used that one for Sandler. That oh, would have killed. Oh, yeah, that would have killed. No. That would have killed. It would have points. Nobody would have fucking put that in there. <laughs> you would have crushed. But Instead crushed. of just briefly crushing, yeah. you would have crushed. I don't care. I won the day. That's all that matters to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. <laughs> We've been winning the day. At least you yeah. didn't. At least you didn't pull an Avdish. Oh, our yeah. poor sweet boy. We got it. We got to toughen him up a little bit. We do. We do. My <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet boy. Sweet summer child. He'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. I believe like, in him. I like that he called it from before he even played. He's like, this one's going to be rough. I was like, buddy, it's not that hard. It's This one's pretty easy. Chris Rock is very easy hard. Ones. Like, Chris for walking, these are easy. These are pulls, man. You could easily do this one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was way off. Poor I guy. I Poor guy. I love you, buddy. But, oh, I guess such we got to work. We got to work on it. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. I'm in your corner as the other, only other person in that chat that doesn't want a single game. So I'm with you're, you. You're pulling decent and numbers, the, though. And the exclusion from the... Uh, <laughs> oh, here's how many people won count. Oh, fuck yourselves. Haters gonna hate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So who wants to lead us up with the best? I guess I can. Sure. So what was her name? Emma? Is that her name? Emma, yes. Okay. Okay. So Emma, this is Dave speaking. <laughs> um, and my, be- my best is uh, we were talking about Wes Anderson earlier for Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I finally decided to revisit my absolute number one favorite Wes Anderson film of all time, Rushmore. And it's still just as good as the day I saw it the first time way back in the 90s. On TMN, right? On TMN, mm. yeah, the movie network. Yeah, was that? It was a TIFF too. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm not surprised at all. That would have been a good one to watch, but uh, truly, I know some people don't like this movie because you know 
Max Fisher is truly an unlikable character. Mm. But Schwartzman is just so fucking good in it. Bill Murray, like Bill Murray is incredible in this yeah. movie. And just like Wes Anderson hasn't quite figured out the formula yet. Right. So he's still toying with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not so when you're watching it and then you watch like Grand Budapest or fucking Asteroid oh, City. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like Whiplash. Could, it's Whiplash because you could see like now he knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. So there's some charm in the fact that he's still fucking yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. Hasn't honed his style completely. He hasn't yet. honed it all. Well, and I mean, you, you say you say Asteroid City where it's just like he's gone completely off the rails and it's is self-referential true. to the point of, of madness at this point. But It's true. It's yeah. true. And having watched Royal Tenenbaums earlier this year, I think yeah. that that is probably... His best film, I think. Hmm. Like I would, I would go to bat and say that's his best film that he ever did. Yeah. But Rushmore is my favorite. I just, I love it so much, and yeah. just it's infinitely quotable. the The soundtrack is awesome, and just I'm a I'm a Darjeeling life aquatic guy till I die. Yeah, I do love Darjeeling. There's just something special about it. Yeah. But I get it. Like I understand where you're coming from with Tenenbaums and and uh, and Rushmore. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, and just like, like he's like, wow, that you're supposed to dress up today. It was a black tie. He says something like that, and he's just like, what are you wearing? Oh, well, these are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? <laughs> like that's, that's brilliant. So, so good. So good. So good. Were you in the shit? Yeah, I was in the shit. <laughs> so good. Like it's just, there's just so much. So much. It's a good one. I definitely want yeah. to revisit it for yeah. sure. It's good shit. It's good shit. And the Criterion Blu-ray is quite, mm. quite, expe- quite mm. extensive and mm. quite lovely. Yes. I love that. And they have, they have the. I guess I don't, I don't know how this was the crossover, but they had. You know how he does plays in the movie, right? Yeah. Um. So the MTV Movie Awards got <laughs> them to put on different plays yeah. for the promos. Yeah. So like he does like Armageddon. <laughs> which you're just like okay yeah i don't see the correlation but yeah. sure mtv sure, why go not off. why not whatever go off. you want to do it there's two other ones but the one that stands out in my head is armageddon yeah of course because it's, it's fucking silly. ridiculous <laughs> that'd be funny armageddon silly enough on its own it's true throw it's it in play actually though i if you know if they did a uh, armageddon the musical on broadway i'd go see it that sounds preposterous is it just as preposterous as the fact that Armageddon was part of the Criterion collection. Yeah, that still doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> they need to re-release it. They on 4K. do. They do need yeah. to put that out they on 4K. I I I Criterion. Would, yeah. Hear our prayers. You yes. know what? I always wait for the fifty percent off sales. I'd buy a full price. Yeah. yeah. Full price for Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to close my eyes. Nice. No. No. I'm sorry. I found actually just because you mentioned that before we go over to whoever wants to go next apparently that was inspired by uh james brolin he's james brolin yeah he said something like that to barbara streisand yeah like that like he doesn't want to close his eyes because yeah. he, he wants to see her all the time and yeah. like that helped inspire oh good the lyrics for that song okay <laughs> how'd that end up with steven tyler well i don't think steven tyler wrote it i think diane warren wrote it you you say this person's name like I'm supposed to know who that is. She's been nominated like 14 times for best song. Okay. 
Like literally, they just nominate her for funsies now for so movies she, that nobody's seen. So she is the Meryl <laughs> Streep of best original song. But category. She's never won. But she's never won. She's never won. So she's not the Meryl Streep. So she's the Alfred Hitchcock of. I would say she's more like the Roger Deakins. Yeah. No, but Deakins is one. Yeah, but it took him how long? He still won. You're saying this person hasn't won. You can't, compare, you can't compare them. Fine. Sorry, buddy. Fine. The Amy uh, Adams. There we go. There we go. Uh, or no, 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 no. The Glenn Close. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't ever love giving Dave a point on anything, but yeah, Diane Warren wrote. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. Hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, performed by uh, Stephen Tyler. Performed by Stephen Tyler. Fantastic. Uh, produced by Matt Serletic. If anybody cares, not that I, I do, but I'm just saying. I'm pretty yeah. sure she got nominated for that movie too. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she did. Uh, James, hit us with your best. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know what I want to talk about for my best? Yeah, what? I want to talk about The Killer. Ooh. Very nice. Um, Finch. The Finch. I didn't really know what I was kind of getting into when I started it. I'd watched some Fincher kind of previously to kind of re-prepare myself. And by some Fincher, I mean I watched, I think the social network and i think that's where i got to um you watched zodiac 2 recently oh i did you? watch zodiac 2 this year you're right thank you for remembering that you're it's been a long time um and i love there's zodiac a, there was a sequel to zodiac zodiac no. 2 <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Didn't they say enough with the first one <laughs> no well they never solved it um anyway uh the killer yeah did not know exactly what it was going to get into, which I'm actually kind of happy about because uh, as much as it was the Michael Fassbender all narration hour, um, I loved this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like, I, it, there's the, he narrates everything and he's got these like stupid, funny little rules that he has and, and like uses to like make sure that he stays on point and, you know, gets where he gets his target and gets his thing. And then, None of them work ever. <laughs> Literally breaks every single, every single rule. rule all the time. He's like, stay focused, don't make a sound, and then a noise. And it's just like, man, like it's frustrating to watch, but also fucking hilarious as hell. Um, brutal at times. Like the entire fight scene that takes place in the Florida house is oh, yeah, with the brute. Wolf, yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's, yeah. Um, everything that takes place, like there's just so many moments and like the things that he does to like get in and out of places is great and excellent. The um, fucking dinner scene with the Tilda. dinner scene with Tilda Swinton. That's, Tilda the, Swinton. That, that's the most intense part of the movie. Absolutely. Tilda remains one of like the best working actors. Yeah. Ever. She She's, was incredible. She was incredible. She was in that movie for what? 10 minutes. I'd say 10, 15 minutes. It tops. Yeah. And she just fucking runs away with it. Michael Fassbender's great. Yeah. Like he he's great the entire movie, but Tilda's just no, she's still on she a level stole the show for insane. Sure. Um just with that like whole monologue about being yeah. a hunter and like Yeah. Oh man. The whole thing at dinner, you know, or her ordering the scotch, her getting the food and then sending it all back. Right. And, yeah. It's I was all... on the edge of my fucking seat, man. I, I love that movie. As soon as it was as soon as it yeah. was over, I wanted to watch it immediately yeah. again. Yeah. It's a, it. it's a need to buy. It's want, a need I to want, watch. I first really want to watch most, it. But like, it's also a need to, I need to own this movie. I love it a lot. It just reminds that on Criteria. Yeah. It just reminded me of classic Fincher. Like mm -hmm. his Fight Club days, the game, Seven. seven like, yeah. 
that kind of thing. Alien cubed. Yes, oh, totally <laughs> alien cubed. Um, yeah, no, se- like a lot of sort of seven vibes from it as well, just with kind of like how kind of bleak everything <laughs> yeah, is the entire bleak time. Yeah, and dark and yeah. like he's br- he's brooding oh. and that kind of thing. Fight Club because of like the narrative. As soon as the he started talking, yeah. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. It's Tyler Durden, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's excellent. There's, yeah. I, I don't have much more narrator. to narrator. The narrator. Sorry. Or Cornelius, yeah. whatever his name what, is. Cornelius. Fudge. Cornelius, for sure. Um, let's go with Cornelius. I like Cornelius. I do too. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just, it's a big recommend. If, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to. It is a, to. it is a need to. to watch. Yeah, definitely. I just remember one review of a movie. It might have been Constantine where mm. they referred to, uh, Tilda Swinton as delightfully androgynous and ever since then that's just every time I see her yeah. I'm just like you know what that's that's a good way to describe her but like, <laughs> I, I recently saw something else on Tilda Swinton as, as, as an actor and uh, the one thing that's like you could look at any single performance it does not matter if it's a 10 minute performance if it's a full movie if it's voice work she gives it 110% and fully commits to literally every single role. Just loses herself in yeah, that. It doesn't that matter character. how fucking small it is. Yeah. And yeah, even in this, like this is not like you could have, you could have been serviceable as anybody else, but like to fully commit and fully be this character for 10 minutes. It's incredible to watch. She's so good. <laughs> and everything is. I really need to watch Michael Clayton again. That's the one she won the Oscar for. Yeah. I haven't seen Michael Clayton forever. Years out. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was a good one. Tony. Well, speaking of bangers. Yeah. This one knocked me to the ground. Go and on. Knocked me off guard. Go on. Uh, it is the little film. You guys might have heard of it. Uh, it's called Godzilla minus one. Ooh. Oh, I still want to. I want to see this so bad. Ooh. I'm so, going next week, buddy. You can come with. When? I don't know. All right, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really pissed off about that because like this movie is like the 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 closest it was it was at was Oakville. Yeah, and we gra- and we we grabbed tickets last week, and then friggin' two days later, I find out it was coming to Ancaster two days <gasps> after I'm seeing it. Is it at Ancaster? When it's I in, looked, it was still Friday. it was still the uh, oh, as of as of as of as of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, when well, I was today, looking, it was to like, the listeners. Yeah, when I was looking, it was like, oh, you want to see it? Yeah, fuck off to Oakville. Yeah, and I was like, what? No, but like, shout out to fucking oakville's imax that that was a dirty theater i loved it sound was absolutely uh, incredible churchill rinse churchill yeah. Yeah, dirty yeah, yeah good or dirty bad dirty good okay like fucking dirty dirty like well, it's a limax isn't it it is uh, a limax is it yeah it is it doesn't see it didn't seem like it no it's a limax yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well for a limax it's, like, it's it a nicely fucking, done limax yeah, it's nice very yeah, nice yeah, yeah. very very it's, nice it's the same like as the, young, like though. the young and dundas one that one's a banger yeah yeah i would say that i would say that uh but godzilla minus one if you're going in expecting a kaiju movie, you're going to be sadly mistaken because it is it's more focused on the humans and you actually give a shit about the humans. Oh, and well, I mean good. like I don't mean like one or two people. I mean the entire ensemble you give a shit about. I love that. It was so emotional. I did not I did not think I would get choked up during a Godzilla movie, but I got choked up and at wow. one point I pulled a Dave and yeah. forgot to breathe. <laughs> I love when I do that. I do. I do love it. I forgot to breathe. Yeah. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. It's yeah. it's absolutely incredible. And the fact that these guys made it for $15 million. 
blows my fucking mind. That's wild. Because like the the effects on Godzilla, um, the beginning was a little bit a little bit goofy. But the more that you got into it, the more that you saw Godzilla on screen, it was absolutely wow, amazing. Yeah, this uh, CGI, the some of the CGI was a little bit, but like whatever for the most yeah. for the most part, the visual effects better than anything that Marvel has ever put out. Wow, I will go that far. That's high praise. That is high, high praise. praise. That's high praise. Well, freaking Spielberg's calling it like pure cinema, right? Oh, like he's not he is not joking. Like this 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 director. Um, I I'm gonna butcher I'm gonna butcher his name, but I don't want to disrespect. But the director wants to go. He went on record uh, when he was doing interviews for Godzilla, and he says that he wants to do a Star Wars movie. And like you know, Lucas Lucas starts like you need you need to pay attention. Yeah, this guy, what this guy did with fifteen million dollars. Could you imagine what he could do with like a sizable budget? Like he, sure. would, he could probably yeah. make a freaking fifteen million dollar Star Wars movie, and it'd probably be better than anything that they put out. Sure. Minus minus what George Lucas did. Yeah, George, yeah. you can't yeah, touch yeah, those. Yeah. No, directed by Takashi Yamazaki. I was about to say that's what his name is, and or you're you're talking Yamazaki a little. Son. You're putting a little too much on the original trilogy. On George Lucas. George Lucas only directed the first one, Tony. Okay, fine. Well, and then, and, the, and then and the one, two, and three. Yeah. Prequels look pretty amazing. I know they do. Especially compared the time to the that they shit. Came out, yeah. well, even now, they still look better than some of the some shit. Some of the shit, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's uh, Godzilla Minus One was Toho. Either it, Why was it Toho. called Minus One? Can you tell me? Is that a spoiler? Uh, it might be a spoiler. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But it's about... It's the real heart of it. It's about a kamikaze pilot who ditches his post, pretends that or fakes uh, a fault in his in his plane. And the whole movie revolves around this mistake that he makes. Hmm. And he has to deal with the mistake that he made. And on top of that, ditching his post because he was trained. He was trained that, you know, he's a kamikaze pilot. He needs to die honorably like he was not meant to come back. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like a crushing, emotionally devastating story, and it's just it's so human, and it just you really see a f- you really see what war does to people, yeah. and it really hones in on that message, and yeah. better than any other Godzilla movie, I would say. I'm not as versed in Godzilla, but like I know what you know what they're about. Yeah. Right. Matthew Broderick. Right. Absolutely, and the babies, the babies for sure. Madison Square Garden. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wanted to pop in my fucking Godzilla animated series DVD after I got back from the movie. I still might. Um, this movie was absolutely incredible. You need to see it. It, it is believe the hype. The, it, it's made, it's made a lot of money at the box office. They've extended the run. Believe it. There's a reason why this movie is absolutely incredible. All right. I pray. I've said incredible at least five times. Yes, you have. Yes. I'm, I'm starting I to don't, think I need to go see it. Yes. Yeah. Is it better than Shin Godzilla? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I really enjoy I really enjoyed Shin Godzilla. It took me a long time to see Shin Godzilla and I really liked it, but it's on the same lines as Shin Godzilla with like the bureaucracy and like yeah, the yeah. nonsense with the yeah, government. Yeah. Um it's really saying it's it's really like a big fuck you to the Japanese government. I'm not That's gonna amazing. Lie. That's amazing. And how does Godzilla compare to uh the new Godzilla was it Godzilla X Kong, the new Empire. Is that what it's called? I wouldn't even put it on the same. <laughs> I wouldn't even put it on the same fucking level. 
it's a radically different movie if you want a serious godzilla movie that like really like speaks to it Mm. godzilla minus one if you want a goofy cheesy fucking popcorn godzilla movie godzilla x con new empire it does look fun it does look fun as fuck but this movie is not that okay all right yamazaki worked on shin godzilla that makes sense yeah he was a vfx artist for shin godzilla so that's interesting Good for him. Go see it. I will. I will. <laughs> so, Dave. So this is a high math. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony will appreciate this. And so will friend of the podcast, Matt Layden. Mm-hmm. I finally watched Brian Yuzna's Society. Oh, fuck. You're going to talk about society? society? This is a little bit of a left field choice, <laughs> but I'm in for it. Hit it's- me. Uh, first of all, what is first of all what is society? You James, you don't know what society you is. You can't really. I don't define society. You kind of have to see it to believe it. You have to live society. Yeah, you kind of have to see it for yourself. Okay, but uh, the short version is there's a a teenager. Uh-huh. Uh, he's close to graduation, our high school grad, but he's yeah. probably in his early thirties, um, and he feels. Like something's like he doesn't blend with his family. His right. family's rich, hoity-toity right. type thing, and he doesn't really think like he's staying. Right. He thinks that there's something, something's off. Okay. Something's always been off, and he doesn't feel like he's part of the family. He always feels mm. like the outcast. And okay, his sister uh, has just come of age, and they um, they have a party for her with sure. all the rich socialites, sure. coming out party, whatever the fuck, and. Um, her ex-boyfriend is buddies with the the guy and he's like i recorded this and i need you to hear it and i need you to like he's like you're a sick fuck whatever he's like i need you to hear this because i don't think you're gonna believe it and they put it on and it's basically uh a wild orgy huh and so he's like this is weird and then he tries to talk to his therapist, and the therapist is like, oh, you're full, full of shit. This is just all in your head type thing. And it's just kind of like a back and forth, the psychological mind games where he thinks right. that something's up. Huh. Something's not quite right. Yeah. And But they're all like, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. And he thinks that something's going on in his head. It's yeah. all in his head. Yeah. And then it turns out it's not. Huh. And it all comes to a head in this... 30 minute sequence that I'll just call the shunting and James I feel like this shunting I don't want to describe to you what it is no I don't want to I just want you it's it's kind of like the rich eating the poor oh and James this is like sallow level of seared in the brain. Never going to forget this. What the fuck am I watching? This movie is, is known this, for that 30 minutes that he's is referring this, to. How huh. is this real? Yeah. Who in who the did right? Who yeah. did this? Who hurt yeah. the person who, who made this? Yeah. Because yeah. it is. Huh. It is. It is a sight to see. And since it was made in the 80s, it's a lot of practical. And it's when you. Practicals on fucking real. Nuts and bolts bolts practical is out of this world. But just like the shit that is happening, I just, I can't. Dave, would you say it is goopy? It is goopy, yes. Gross. On a level of one to goopy. 
How it goopy. Is. I don't think it's quite as goopy as From Beyond, but it's pretty fucking nothing goopy. Is, nothing is as goopy as a goopy as From Beyond. It's it's pretty fucking goopy. Huh. And just I don't like I don't like a movie being described to me as goopy. <laughs> and that just upsets me. Super goopy. Uh, he calls someone a butthead, and you know, James. You are what you eat. Yeah, that's 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 uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. I'm starting to understand. Yeah. I like I was prepared for what I was going to see. Right. I was not, unfortunately. <laughs> that's, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it wasn't you can't really prepare yourself for what you're gonna see. Right. But I encourage you to seek it out because it is it's something. Huh. And it's well made. It's well made. Like it's not yeah. a bad movie at all. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And as far as Brian Yesna come, like it's better than the dentist for sure. But I don't think it's quite it's not quite reanimator, which sure. he only produced. He didn't direct. <coughs> but um You gonna get I, it on you gonna get it on arrow? Uh maybe when the four K comes out. Okay. Maybe when the four K comes out. But uh yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore, James. I just want you to I just want That's you to fair. watch it. That's fair. And tell me what you think. That's okay. Maybe don't watch it with the girlfriend. Okay. Maybe she might not she might not appreciate it. I don't it. I don't like to subject people to things that should not be subjected to. Yeah. My only problem with it was it took too long to get to those thirty minutes. Like I it thought was, it was I I liked I liked that it took that long. Like I liked I the build little, up because I was just like, when the fuck is this crazy? Oh now it's happening. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I definitely want to give it another shot. Um, but like I remember watching it and I was just like, fuck, why is this taking so long? I know something's about to happen. I know why this movie is fucking infamous. When is it gonna come? And then when it came, I was like, Dear God. Please go back. Please go back. Take I don't back. want this. I don't take me back. Want this? That you know what? That's a good. That's a good way to describe it. I don't want this. <laughs> I didn't ask for any of this. But yeah, you're, my, not, you're it, not. You're not completely selling me on this movie. James, you, you, need to, you need to do it. Just rip off the band aid. Oh, it's something you just it's need 90, to see. It's ninety minutes. It's, uh, it is it is very short yeah all right and it is funny and it's bleak and it's weird and unlike anything you will ever see yeah okay. it is a vision it's a vision it is a vision is it cinema i'm not gonna go as far Dep- as it depends <laughs> on your definition of cinema it's something all right it's i i don't think it's quite what scorsese was talking about <laughs> it might be it, it might you know, know what taste. you know what it's he does it's, have a thing for Pasolini, so it is very it unique. It's not quite like anything you will ever see. Like okay. there's, it, there's definitely like I know you brought it up earlier this year with another film we saw that kind of like uses a similar effect, and I was like, okay, yeah, I see where you got that, and like you can see that maybe this, it's in like a little influential, but like I don't think anyone's really pushed. It's not like the most envelope pushing thing you've, you'll ever see. And it's right. not quite sallow. Okay. But it's still. It's good. On a scale of one to sallow, it's not quite sallow. It's, it's, still, it's gotta, reassuring. That's, that, that's got to be reassuring, it's reassuring for you. It's still like nobody's eating shit. Yeah, nobody's that, eating literal shit. Okay. Yeah. That movie's it, a journey. It's just. Uh, yeah, I want you to watch it so you can talk about it. 
Okay. But it's really well, like, the makeup effects are really well done. Yeah. Uh, the goopiness is very, Goop. it's goopy and just... Super goopy. Yeah, I, I really like the psychological elements of it. And mm. this kid thinking that he's going crazy. Yeah. And <clears throat> just kind of how the movie plays on that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm having done. visions. I don't yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Jimmy. Yeah. Um I want to talk about dumb money. Can I have an adult? Is an adult around? Can no. I have a hug? You are the adult. <laughs> dumb money. Dumb money. Is um, this a meh? It's a meh. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I was. I was. I was debating whether I was going to talk about this for another movie, and I, I decided on this. But like, honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, I don't really know what to say about it, other than it's a film. I mean, it it kind of chronicles uh, the rise and fall of uh, Wall Street bets, Wall Street bets, and GameStop, GameStop, um, and you know the sage advice of one Keith Gill. Um, who makes a decent play for some money and strikes it where it's once and a lot of other people jump on for FOMO, but we all remember what happened in 2022, 21, 21, 21 yeah. with GameStop and AMC and, and all that shit. We were all here. We were all alive. It basically chronicles that and not too deep a way that's relatively okay to understand, but it focuses on the human side of it as well. It does a good um, job of explaining it, like explaining it like uh not not as not as like beating you over the head with it like big short but yeah like, big short really makes you understand it yeah i don't there even think big short's beating you over the head so much but, as it it's it takes a little too much glee in explaining it it yeah. does but also big shorts concepts were much harder to understand yes. than this yeah this is really easy to understand yeah like once you understand what a short is you'll understand all of it mm -hmm. um and if you've ever watched the big short you already kind of know what a short is so you can get it you understand this and is the opposite of that yeah um, diamond hands yeah <laughs> Diamond hands and yeah, all the fucking internet bullshit nonsense that comes with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. I I thought I you know I've always enjoyed Paul Dano. Um, Paul Dano was really good. Yeah. Did you like uh, Nick Offerman and Seth Rogen? Yeah, for the Seth Rogen especially running between the houses. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> losing his mind as things <laughs> continued. Nick Offerman just being like a real cool like, I'm not freaking out. Everything's yeah. fine. Like just, just throw money at the problem <laughs> yeah yeah throw money at the problem until it fixes itself and then much. they did kind of shed some of the light like on the behind the scenes stuff about like uh was it robin hood and who owns robin hood and angel investors there and what happened with that whole thing because i remember with that i remember yeah, that, that day when it happened yeah people were losing their fucking minds um yeah, I think they did a pretty good job at like capturing the moment, capturing the people who were involved, kind of highlighting some of the success stories, but like um it's still kind of a cautionary tale of like you still kind of have to know what you're doing and like you can't just you know, hold out for a a better day sort of thing. You do have to at some point realize you can cut your losses and and do fine because like the majority of people at the end of that the people that they followed is like, oh yeah, everyone did great. Uh, not that's a small select handful of people. Like the majority of people did not do great. No, and the majority of people. There was that other movie that we watched. 
that I'm blanking on right now that was also kind of about this. Oh, Dogecoin yeah. and shit. It was a dock. Yeah, yeah. It was a dock. I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you then. I'll get you. Oh, uh, this is not financial advice. That, that, Thank you. That. Which also that comes up a lot in this because yeah. it's not financial <laughs> no. advice and yada yada yada. But um, fucking, don't we got to see his Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah, D- Dave, you've seen it, right? What dumb money? Dumb yeah. money. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah, it was just it, it, yeah. There also was that just... one, also that one game that they play in the the college where you had to put your hand down the girl's pants for a minute, and I was just like, that seems uh... questionable. <laughs> let's uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was I, scratching I, my head at that too. Yeah, like if if that's true, I was also cool, like, why is but... this here? Yeah, what yeah. does that have weird. to do with anything? This is the well, introduction was, to well, these. It was the, it was the introduction to their relationship. It was their meet cute, right? Yeah. Well, Hell of a meat cute. That's, hell of a, that's meat a cute. hell of a meat cute. Hell of a meat cute. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I walked away from it. And went, I guess. Um, it came out too early. Yeah, there's been way too many documentaries about it. Way too and many. It feels too much like the Social Network and Wolf of Wall Street kind of sm- and b- the Big Short kind of all smashed together. But like the weakest points from all three of them. Yeah, like it's none of the none of the things that made it strong. And like Craig Gillespie's the director and like he's hit and miss as it is. But like, I don't know. I really like I, Tanya. Yeah, so do I. But I, Tanya came out, what, like 20, 25 years after the event. Yeah. Like this is, this is like, we're still like living the event. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. And that's, that's something I was thinking about too. We're in for, for, you know, the thing about crypto or NFTs or, or uh, the GameStop thing. We're still in, we're in documentary phase land. Like this is the time for documentaries to come out where you're telling factual stuff. We're not far enough away for you to sit back and holistically look at the entire event and watch some documentaries and figure out the best unique, not a fictional way to tell the story and make it more movie fun and crazy. We're still a little bit too close. Like, yeah, Tanya Harding, good. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, many years had passed since that. And you're able to kind of look at it and be like, oh, I can tell this story now. But this one is it's you're too close to it. You're too there's still to stuff it. that's developing. Like there's still there's still people who are fucking still have GameStop stock for some unknown, unbeknownst to me reason. Yeah. So I I just think, yeah, I think you're you're on to something there of it just being it's a little bit too close. It's a little too close. It's only been a year. And I years. think. I don't know if it's just gotten to this point, but I feel like we've gotten to a point with pandemic era movies where like they're wearing the mask. It doesn't feel weird anymore. Or yeah. you're not like, oh, COVID, we don't need to be reminded that this is happening. Like, it was just nice to see, like, it's just normalized. They're just wearing the mask. They're taking off the mask, yeah. whatever. They're doing what they got to do type thing. Yeah. And it'll never not be funny that the fucking Winkle Lost twins produced that movie. Yeah, because they were expecting a social network and they didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I sorry. The, wink, I the winkle vie. The, the winkle vie. Yeah. I liked it. But keep in mind, I watched it versus like four other movies that day. So like 
A little rose-colored glasses. Exactly. It was the first movie exactly. of the day, wasn't it? It was. Okay, so and you then did it went that. downhill from and there. And then it went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. And then down reflection, Tony was like, "Yeah, it was a pretty good movie." You no, know, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul Dano. I just love Paul, Paul Dano. Dano. Paul, Paul Dano. Dano. Oh, it's a great. Paul Dano show in that movie. Pete Davidson's funny too. Yeah, yeah he, he has a couple good. Bits I do too, like. Yeah. Pete. And how he's he's the guy who's sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. I, I liked uh, Anthony Ramos too. He was he was really good. And fuck Dane DeHaan because he was fucking schmuck. Yeah, no he was really Dane good DeHaan. at being a shit. Yeah, but he was good yeah. at it. Yeah, he's really good at being a shit. And also Seth Rogen running around was great. Yeah, running through the bushes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yelling, yeah, yeah, yelling at his neighbors for having a party or whatever the fuck. Yeah, for his beach house. I just like the rebirth of Seth Rogen where he's doing like these semi-serious things now. Yeah. Where he's still, he's still tapping into his comedy, but he's just like, it's semi-serious now. And yeah. I, just, I like it's that. working for him. I like it's that working, it's working for, him. for him. There was, yeah, there was good, like, as I said, like, I'm not saying it's bad. It just ended up in a meh. There's yeah. good performances in it. Yeah. No, I it's would say fine. it's definitely a meh. It's, it was it's made with the not, best intentions. It's yeah. just not. It's not great. Not great. Yeah. Cool. Folding laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Folding laundry is right. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Sorry about the coughing, but you know, Emma, at least you know it's me. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you hear coughing that I haven't been able to cut out because Dave keeps coughing in the middle of a sentence. You know, it's Dave. <laughs> Tony. For my meh. Yeah. I have an 80s classic from uh, one of me and Dave's favorite filmmakers. Sure. Uh, it's a gentleman you may know by the name of John Waters. John Waters. Which one did I watch? Uh, it is a film called Polyester. Polyester. Poly- polyester. polyester. Like the fabric. Polyester. Polyester. Oh. Yeah, well, it's polyester. spelled like polyester. Polyester. Okay. okay. Well, polyester. Fuck me, right? Um, yeah, this movie's a meh. Um, I will go to say that I am a big fan of John Waters. Sure. Um, John Waters th- is a big fan of you. Oh, I fucking hope so, buddy. <laughs> I fucking hope so. You big on Pecker and Cecil B. Demented? Uh, I fucking love Cecil B. Demented, man. That movie's fucking demented. <laughs> this movie is just fucking random. It's with, it stars Divine. You yeah. know, anything that Divine stars in, it's going to be fucking random. Sure. And that's what this movie is. Just a bunch of random things happening. And you're just kind of scratching your head. Huh. I watched uh, I watched Serial Mom recently, and that movie's a complete fucking banger too. Um, so after watching, and I've watched uh, Cecil Be Demented. Is that I've watched that recently too. So just so from Tony's going, on a John Waters. Yeah, expect expect a John Waters list on Letterbox oh anytime God. now. <laughs> I love this. Um, after watching um, Cecil Be Demented and then Serial Mom, and then getting to this, and I even I think I've even watched Female Trouble. That's the, am mm-hmm. I right on that one? Yeah. 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 I think I've already, I watched Female Trouble this year too. Just all those movies back to back to back to back. It's just, I just could not get on board with Polyester. Um, well, you didn't watch them back to back to back. You just like, watched them in, yeah. Okay, in succession. I, I, under, I understand. You, you understand? Uh, it's just, it's just too fucking random. It's he, she's, she's, um, Divine is, is dating or is married to a porn a porn king mm-hmm. everyone's getting mad that the porn king exists porn king ends up um sleeping with his assistant and like just like ditching divine then divine finds another guy and he treats her the same and then people die and it's just i just can't explain it it's just 
fucking random. Did the odorama like does it come up? It, it, come, it, come, it comes up and it, yeah. I fucking loved the beginning because it's literally just a scientist guy explaining the odorama. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I watched this on uh, Criterion, but it was Dave's Criterion and he gave me specific instructions <laughs> that I was not to use the odorama card. <laughs> so I would love to watch this movie again with Dave so that I can so actually use, use this the fucking Odorama card. card yeah. Because like literally, like he explain he explains it all. It's like a little five minute scene saying like you're gonna find a number in the in the in the corner. And it's gonna flash and then you smell the card. Yeah. Like I think that would be fun. That would be. It would be, be fun, right? Fun, and yeah. it goes up. I think it goes up to like eight or ten. That's cool. Smells right. So it it's like, like there was ten. Yeah, when you right? showed me. Yeah. So like when you're seeing the scenes and stuff, you can almost like smell it without smelling cool. it because like you know that like it's just a yeah. fucking rancid smell. It's, it's John. It's John Waters' low budget forty X. Yeah, basically, <laughs> essentially. I was watching some of it with Melissa. Melissa was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "This is forty X before forty X was forty X." Here, scratch this card and smell. This is what I want you to experience. Right? So I think I probably would have enjoyed it if I could enjoy it with the card, but obviously I can't because I don't want to fucking fuck up Dave's. Odorama cards. You're welcome, David. I wouldn't fuck up your Odorama cards. It's true. It's true. And I even thought about buying it, but then again, I would be owning fucking polyester, <laughs> and I do not fucking want that. I own, I own all of the John Waters Criterions. I'm so proud of that fact. I've owned. That is a, that is a, okay, so never mind. I take it back. John Waters is a fan of you. Yes. <laughs> I own the only John Waters movie that actually matters, and that movie is Pink Flamingo. Uh, uh, yeah. Pink Flamingos. <laughs> Sorry, Pink Flamingos. Mr. John yes. Waters, don't kill me. He won't. <laughs> um, His favorite but, movie this year is Bo is Afraid. Yeah, that movie just <laughs> climbed, that climbed to the top of my must-watch list before the end of the year. Yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> John Waters said so. Hey, man, I look forward to John Waters' top 10 every goddamn year, and I'm glad that every me or friggin mostly media posts this it was on indie wires on vulture like just because people big, care people care about john waters <laughs> opinion um but yeah this is just a math there's better there's better john waters movies out there um if you're trying to complete a list definitely seek it out but if you want to look at other better ones um there's better ones for sure fair that's fair and that is polyester not polyvester yeah it's polyester yes dave worst give me so this isn't quite a worst this is more of a meh Fucking kind of cheater. A, it's not it's not it's not a high meh it's not a low meh it's not really a meh it's just kind of it's just kind of there and it's um oscar winner emerald Fennell's oh jesus latest banger salt burned <laughs> oh boy oh boy jimmy you need to see this movie i i, I just want to preface i, want to, I just want to preface this with james you need to see this movie again we're talking about Rich and poor and uh, class struggles. It's a real, it's a real theme going on. <laughs> I, love, theme. I love class struggles. <laughs> there's a theme going because Rushmore actually has class struggles too. <gasps> Holy shit, James! I didn't know anything about this movie going in. Yeah, I knew it was the new Emerald Fresnel joint. Yeah, I knew fucking what's his godforsaken Barry Keegan yeah. was the lead, and Barry Ke when Barry Keegan shows up, you know something weird's coming. Yeah. That you know, guy is a fucking weirdo, man. But he does <laughs> yeah. it so well. You yeah, know, he does. like I'm he's sure so he's a teddy. I'm sure he's a teddy bear. I'm sure yeah. he's lovely. I still regret missing out on the interview that I just was like, oh no, I want to go watch Tiff movies instead. Sure. Fuck you, past Dave. Yeah, you're an idiot, past Dave. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Anyways. I'm sorry, I had to I had to shuffle there. So they're at elite prep school. It's is it the 90s? It's the 90s, right? No, no. 
It's, it's got to be the oh no, it was two thousand six. The early, the early aughts. Yeah, the early aughts. It's like two thousand six ish. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Even though they they watch a DVD of Superbad, which you know, I immediately called that out. <laughs> I was like, that's not accurate. <laughs> wow. Just the attention to detail is <laughs> off the charts in this movie already. So they're at elite prep school type thing. He, um, he's there at his, on a scholarship. He's kind of quiet, kind of reserved. And he befriends like the cool guy who's Jacob Elordi, our boy Elvis. And right, yeah. They, I remember they, Jacob's in it. They, they bring him up. They're, they become fast friends. Yeah. And just like he takes him under his wing, everything's good. And like the shit going on at home for for Barry Keegan. And he doesn't really want to go back at the end of the semester. And Jacob's just like, yeah. hey, why don't you come to my house? Uh, why don't you come to Saltburn? That's yeah. that's where we call That's the manor mm-hmm. or the property where we hang out uh, for the summer. And you can hang out with us for four months. You don't have to go home. It'll be fine. It'll be great. I do recall all of this from the trailer. The trailer was pretty explicit about what was going on, at least for the setup. And so he goes and, you know, the mom's there and it's sure. Roseman Pike. Yeah. The dad is uh, Richard. What's Richard his, e. Richard, Grant. E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Again, you should you should hear warning bells as I'm saying this. Yeah. The kid from Gran Turismo is there as like the cousin. Oh, Archie. Archie. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's there. The whole movie, I'm sitting there with Tony and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why do I recognize him? The Gran Turismo. The Gran Turismo kid. It's a very His different. career is taken off. <laughs> it's a very, very different performance, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's there's the sister too, and just like it kind Don't of. Don't forget just... about Carrie Mulligan. Oh yeah, and Carrie Mulligan shows up because she's just there. Yeah, her <laughs> character name is Poor Dear Pamela. Yeah, that's because the actual keep... full character name. That's that's, that's her... what they refer to her as oh, so Lord. many times. There's no reason for her to be there. Yeah. I, I'm assuming she's just there just because she's doing a favor, but like, there's no reason for her to be there, and just. It's just about the summer and how they yeah. spend it. Yeah. And James. Yeah. I don't want to. Don't ruin it. I don't want to ruin everything that happens because sure. there's some. There's a lot of red flags on the play. Yeah. But I will ruin the fact. That Barry Keegan. No, don't shared, do it. No, don't no, do it. I already don't put it on it. Letterboxd. It is oh, probably right. Right. I already read it. So, so <laughs> James. Barry Keegan shares a bathroom with Jacob Elordi. Yeah. And at one point he kind of looks in and Jacob Elordi's jerking off in the tub. Cool. And he just kind of watches him like a creep. Uh-huh. And then like Jacob Elordi goes to bed. He's like, oh, I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night, man. Type thing. Yeah. And then Barry Keegan proceeds to get in the tub. While the water's draining. While the water's draining. Ed slurps up the cum uh, and licks the, licks the drain clean. <laughs> no. James, James, believe me when I say that, that is just one thing that happens. That is just, and it's not no. even the worst thing. That is just no. the tip of the iceberg. No, that's, just how it, that's just how it starts, no. man. No, I don't like that's, it. That's when you start no. realizing that maybe Barry Keegan isn't quite. No. <laughs> He's maybe not quite well. No, I'm okay. Thank you. No, like it. No, no, thank you. No, James. It, no, like it. No. It just kind of goes from there. And James, let me tell you, I sat there with Tony 
And there were a couple other dudes in the theater. I don't think there was anyone. Right. There was about seven or eight people. We saw it on like a fucking 12, 12 o'clock matinee on like a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. But it was all dudes and they were all singles. And it was just me and Tony. And I just like certain things happening. And me and Tony were just like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, if it's supposed yeah. to be weird, if it's supposed like. If she's commenting on the people she grew up with, right. if she's trying to say, what she's trying to say here, I don't right. know what it is. Apparently, according to her, it's okay if you feel turned on during some of these scenes. <laughs> was this was this a feeling that you had? I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna say slurping up a cum filled water. Because it's not doing it for me. No, it's the drain, it for me, Tony. He was like, drain. He went. He didn't even. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> so sorry, folks. It wasn't even like he was licking the bathtub clean. No, he was down where the drain was, Tony. Yeah, making sure he got every last drop before it came into the drain jesus oh it had already come into the drain tony he was just making sure he got it <laughs> no, i was just oh setting God. it up for I you buddy just, and just you know what no. barry keegan god bless him no he commits to this absolutely bad shit lun yeah. it's lunacy it's absolute lunacy and he's just he's yeah, so yeah, yeah. fucking good in this movie and just like everyone else just can't keep up with it I don't. He's he's doing circles around fucking everyone. Like, even I, Rose, even Rosamund Pike, like he's and going Richard, circ and Richard Grant. He's running. He's yeah. Like, he's yeah. so circles, far man. ahead of everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know like that's part of the plot, but right. like it's also like detrimental to the movie because you're like what the sure. fuck is happening what are you trying yeah, to say yeah. emerald like promising like i know promising young woman wasn't exactly subtle no but at least it was pretty clear cut what she was trying to say here yeah. i don't think it's i don't think it's that clean a little confusing it's, yeah yeah a little rough a little rough around the edges but god yeah. bless her for taking this for winning an oscar and then taking a swing with this yeah and like shot in four by three most of it's most of it's dark and just james so is it a no from you dog james i want you to watch it i don't i don't Dude, you wanna, need you i don't want to pay need, for it you need to watch it comes well, up, it's on it's prime, on prime in the, a couple weeks at beautiful the month beautiful you just then i will then i'll get back to you i'm glad you'll try it because the ending is worth is worth it, it you know what the whole movie i just I just want to know. I'm just looking forward to more people seeing this movie. Okay. Because it's it's not a good movie, but it's worth watching. That's a weird way you to gotta, describe a you movie. Gotta see it, it's, you gotta see it to believe it. Like it's not but do I need to see it? You know, yeah, you do. You know what? You do. I, I would say it's probably just as gross as society. That's no, fucked up. No, 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 no. No. I don't know, Tony. No. I don't Wait, know. On, a, on no. a scale of one to goopy. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. Saltburn is not goopy. Okay. It's not goopy, but it's no. There is no. a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot happening. I in this love movie. you, Big Brother, but I am dis I am he's, disagreeing. He is putting his foot down. <laughs> there is a lot of liquids he's, and substances that are happening in this I, I thankfully know, I would, there's nothing that sticks together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think it's just Maybe it's not as gross, but it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, yeah, it's gross, but it is not society gross. Mm. You know what? 
we need a tiebreaker. Okay. All right. Well, now we I need have to watch it. No, you got to watch, watch both. You got to watch both. Oh God, fine. <laughs> That's going to be a double feature that I, I'm going to regret later. <laughs> Smoke a joint, you'll be fine. <laughs> will well, I? I don't. I don't think he will be. No, he probably I'm won't. Dying. I think you're going to call your hug. I think you're yeah. going to call your mom after and be like, "Can you come over? I need a hug. I need yeah. a hug and a cold shower. <laughs> yeah, and I need to be absolved. I'm not <laughs> clean. I'm not clean. I need you to come. I'm going to be in the shower." Don't worry, I'll be wearing all my clothes. Just come in and just hug me, please. <laughs> but do you know what? No, I'll, I'll ask my girlfriend to come over, and she can she can be like the bond to my uh, to my Vesper as we sit in the shower. She can lick my the blood off my fingers because it won't come off. It won't come clean. It's I wouldn't want to casino royale. I don't want to wish that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to wish that. I don't. I don't wish that upon your girlfriend. <laughs> Like I, she's quite lovely, and I don't want her to do that. Yeah, no, I no, fine. I, I don't think I don't think I want to put her through that. Fine, but you put my mother through that. I didn't. I just said she has to just give you a hug. Oh. I didn't say anything about In licking your fucking fingers. You sicko. <laughs> Anyways, and I Jane. say I say that as somebody who was just describing Barry Keegan slurping cum, gross <laughs> cum water, gross God, just gross. James, my worst. Your not worst. even the grossest thing that happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be far from the grossest thing that happens. That's that's tip lovely. of the iceberg. I'm going to be. I'm going to be less gross. That's a uh, fucking big iceberg. And I'm going to put my worst as a haunting in Venice. Oh, it's not good. Rana, come on, Oscar winner Ken not, Rana. You're not, not a fan good. of Dutch angles. The her, whole fucking movie her, is a Dutch angle. The whole movie her, is shot at a Dutch angle. Her, Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. Uh, so it's like Thor, where it was shot as a almost entirely a Dutch almost angle. Better, it's better than fucking Death on a Nile, though. But not. But I wouldn't. But I but wouldn't say by enough, much. Is there enough champagne to fill much. the Nile? Uh, like there's not. Uh, that's true. There is not. It's um, a full blown horror movie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say more of like a psychological ghost story. It's yeah, it's a ghost Which story. Isn't what the first two in the first two movies like mystery, like yeah, murder straight mysteries? up murder mysteries. This <laughs> this, one, this the, was not. Orient Express is a hundred percent a murder mystery. Uh, Death and Nile was a murder mystery, I guess, but also an excuse for really god awful green screen technology. Yeah. Uh and and Gal Gadot and and Gal Gadot <laughs> to make a movie. Um as, I mean at least she got to do something in that movie instead of this year where she was just the highest paid cameo actor. Um hi guys. <laughs> hi from a submarine. I was paid millions of dollars to just wave hi, my hand. Me, I'm just in this dog shit movie for 3 seconds to make you remember. Yeah. Before it becomes the Flash. Um, <laughs> What was the third one? Was there three? It was Fast. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam. Was that it? Shazam, Fast X, and uh and Flash. Flash. Yeah. 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 Good for her. Anyway. <laughs> um, she got the bag. I I'm happy anyway, for her, man. Look, Haunting in Venice. Uh Hercule Poirot gets invite is retired from his life of crime solving. And just when he thought he was out. They pulled him back in. Pulled me back in. And he yes. doesn't believe. He has and a yes, hard time he is, believing. He is, he is brought in to disprove a, uh, uh, a psychic, someone who thinks that they can commune with ghosts, uh, played by uh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, nice. Um, who's great for the very limited amount of time that she's in this movie. Um, 
A lot of Oscar-winning talent. Yeah. Tina Fey as well. That's a choice. Very big swing. It's, and it doesn't work. Nope. It's, she's probably the worst part of the entire movie. I don't know why she's there. She's, she's almost Bro. distracting. It, completely. She's, she's, she's acting in a movie that she's not in. She, she's okay. acting in a movie that is not the movie that she's in okay. at the moment. She's in some sort of slapstick comedy movie <laughs> off on her own. And this movie's still going and is being taken dead seriously. And she is like, ha ha, look at me. I'm Tina Fey. And it's like, bro, but no. She was definitely miscasted. I was kind of confused, confused when I yeah. saw her in the trailer. And after we saw the movie, I was just like, yep, you're, yeah. you, you do not there's, belong. There's a twist in it that does involve Tina Fey's character. And the way that like, <laughs> the way that it's handled by Tina Fey is just like, you you understand what just happened to your character, right? Like, and you just this is okay, whatever, man. Um, you do you, boo boo. Yeah, I look. I'm 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 never going to say no to Kenneth Branagh making these ridiculous Hercule Poirot movies. I'm never going to say no to his his fantasy of just doing Agatha Christie till the day he dies. If that's what he wants to do, I'm here for it. He's won his Oscars. He's a great filmmaker. Oscar. He's won his Oscar. He's a great filmmaker. He's a great actor. I'll, I'll keep watching them. I'll keep watching them. But it's been diminishing returns. And even Orient Express was not that great. And it's just it's continuing to just like trickle downwards. Yeah, but you know what? I, I would haven't say seen any of them. Uh, you should. They're uh, Orient is fun. I have I have murder on I the Orient Express on um, Blu-ray. Although you should watch the one probably from the seventies instead. Yeah, watch Albert one. Finney and Sean Connery. Say, Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. Honey in Venice was a step up from Death on an Isle. I think Death on an Isle was like fucking egregious piece of shit. It was. Um, but like it's still, I don't Are understand. you talking about the movie or Army Hammer? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Big step up in a lot of ways. Seriously. Um, but like what's with the fucking Dutch Hankles? What yeah, the fuck is my, he trying to do? I kept level. saying to Melissa, I was like, what the fuck? Can you just like level your tripod, please? Sir? Why does why is every conversation I have to kind of tilt my head slightly? Like uh, my Is it because box, he's tilting his head? I don't know. My letterbox <laughs> review was at what at what angle does it become Dutch? <laughs> because we experimented with all of them. One degree, six degrees, twenty-five degrees. Maybe somebody, the camera, the camera team just just forgot to balance just, their tripod. And some of like the weirdest. Some shots were kind of cool. There was the one shot, sort of in the beginning, when they are investigating the deceased daughter's bedroom, that he films like way up in a corner with a super wide angle lens, and like you could see the entire room and all the characters in it. And I was yeah. like, oh. That's pretty cool. And then the very next shot is tilted at an angle and on someone's face. And I'm like, why? Why does everything have to be either wide and huge or a Dutch angle? Buddy, just let the camera just rest for a moment. <laughs> it doesn't need to tilt. It's okay. We can You can shoot someone dead on and we won't think you're any less interesting. <laughs> You Dutchifying everything makes your entire all of the Dutch angles less interesting and just confusing and chaotic. And I I get a Dutch angle to convey a certain level of mystery. What's going on? But the entire movie isn't that. For for part of it, you're solving the mystery. Why are we still at a Dutch angle? We 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 get what's going on. But anyway, the rest of it is you know it's a murder mystery at the end of the day, kind of. 
with some horror-ish elements to it and uh there's a mystery to be solved and the solving of it is kind of fine and figuring out who done it yeah. or who did it it works mostly but you can kind of see it coming from about a mile away um the very very last sort of twist that they put right at the very end i was like oh that's interesting that was kind of unique with the kid at the very very end but the rest are there any Dutch angles in Belfast? No, no. I, that one he plays. That one he, he was that trying straight. for he the played, Oscar. He, he plays straight. You can tell he wanted the Oscar. He wanted the Oscar. He put a one Dutch angle, and that the Academy would have just in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> shuck it in the bin. <laughs> they, don't, they don't. They don't award Dutch angles. I liked Belfast. I didn't say anything wrong about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, Tony. Uh, for my worst, it pains me that this is the worst, but you know what? This is what happens when you go in with fucking expectations. Mm. It is a film that, uh, is a sequel to another film that is very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. It is a movie called Good Burger 2. Oh no, Tony. <laughs> what are you expecting, Tony? Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Good Burger is not a good it? movie. Do you want to know why they made it? They wanted to make Good Burger for Gen Z. <laughs> and you know what? Mm. Gen Z has ruined everything that I've loved. <laughs> is it is it because Riz is now the, the word of the year? I'm sorry, what? Riz is the dictionary word of the year. Riz? Yeah. What does that cool. even mean? What does that mean? That's because you don't have any Riz. Apparently. Uh, this is all sus, that's, James. That, that, that sounds don't, almost don't, as... Don't quote words that you don't know. Oh, I know what sus means. You you sus. That you don't, you don't is, want me to... You, you want to know what Riz is? Is it almost... Charisma. Oh. What? Yeah. If you got Riz, you got charisma. That's almost as good as deadass. I was about to say, I'm so deadass right now. I am so deadass <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah. You're going to yeet? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to yeet. Yeah. I'm just going to yeet. <laughs> Yeet. Seriously, Gen Z, stop ruining everything in this fucking yeah, world. Yeah. I don't care. I yeah. really don't care. Just sit in your corner and stop ruining okay, things. Okay, so what, what did Gen why Z do, do why, to your precious we, good burger? Why do we have to... There's a fucking dance number. Isn't there a dance oh. number in the first one? Yeah, but it was actually good in the first one. Tony, I think you're remembering the first one being a lot yeah, better think, than it actually is. Have you recently watched the first yes, one? Yes, I you have, actually. In, pre- in, in pre- preparation for Good no, Burger No, I just watched it because, like, you know, you just Tony feel like watching Good Burger. I fucking love Good Burger. He owns it on Steelbook. I own two copies of Good Burger, actually, because me and Dave were like, hey, you know, the import from America is on sale. Why don't we get it? Two months later, they announce a 25th anniversary. Is it 25th? Yeah, it was 25th. 25th anniversary limited edition steelbook. And me and Dave both looked at each other. We're like, well, fuck, we need that. <laughs> so wait, you're also a fan of Good Burger? I just wanted the steelbook. And if anybody of our listeners want my import copy, U.S. copy of Good Burger, I will sell it to you for the low, low price of free. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Not worldwide shipping. Not Just worldwide shipping. Caveat for yeah, Finland. Yeah. I'm not sorry, shipping. We're not shipping sorry, a DVD Finland. to Finland. When we do our fucking finger guns live in Helsinki, bring said copy of Good Excellent. Burger to you. Excellent. <laughs> um, this movie doesn't need to exist. Sure. It goes through the same story beats as right. the first one. Um, fucking Jillian Bell plays uh, the sister of the dude from Mondo Burger. And she's like sworn revenge on the two of them. Oh god! Why did they keep trying to make Jillian Bell happen? I I don't know. 
I really don't know. She she's, was really she was fun, she was but... she was good in Office Christmas Party. She was good in Workaholics, but she is not good in this. Isn't she yeah. the villain in Twenty Two Jump Street too? Yep, yep. Yeah, she is. Yeah, they do almost the same fucking killer reveal that they did in fucking Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> wow. Ah, oh, fuck, man. This movie is just it's it was painful. I was pain. I was in physical pain watching this movie. How are Keenan and Kel at least? Um. Put it this way, um, Kel, Kellen, is that his name? Kel. 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 Kel has like seven or eight kids and there's like one who's like the splitting image of him and like he does all the shit that he does and they like rub off each other and they do the same shit and I'm just like, holy fuck. It, 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 it wasn't funny in the first one. It's definitely not funny now, mm. but, and fucking Keenan Thompson, he's, he's doing his best. But um, yeah, it was it was just a very painful experience, and I want this movie to just be thrown in a vault to never be seen and heard from again. Yeah. Garmin Lecture shows up for a bit. Um, there's like yeah. a little there's like a little off scene where uh, Keenan Thompson's like, "Holy shit, you married her?" And she's like, "No, he's just the nanny." Oh God! Yeah. Did yeah. the did oh God. The Sinbad show up? Sinbad does show up too. That makes sense. Uh, you gotta have Sinbad. Well, uh, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at this cast list of, oh boy. Right. And like fucking Keenan, Keenan Thompson's like an inventor and he like fucks up and then he just, he goes through the same beats as the first one where he tries to screw over his friend and then right. like he finds out that his friend is actually like, you know, like wholesome and actually cares about him and then he realizes that he's a fucking dick for using and abusing this guy. And I'm just like, wow, you just. They they go through the same beats as the first one. It's mm. literally a fucking remake. It is a Gen Z remake of the first one, and I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. Was it a remake gonna, or was it a requel? I I was gonna say that there's well beyond beyond them bringing apparently bringing in most of SNL. Um, there's also someone just named Young Gravy in this. Which <laughs> oh, it's probably a rapper. Me, it's probably a rapper. Yeah, I know a rapper named Young Gravy. Young, is, Gravy. Young Gravy. Yeah, it's Mikey it tells Day me in it. To know. Yeah, Mikey Day's in it. Of course he is. Maya Rudolph, Bo and Yang. Chrissy Teigen. Uh, Chrissy Teigen's in it? I don't remember seeing her. She was in it somewhere. All right. Sean White, for some reason. Yep, I remember uh, that. Ron Funches, which I always love. I Ron love Funches. Ron Funches. Al Roker. Um, Sinbad, there it is. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah. Andy Samberg, Zoe Saldana, Nicole Richie, uh, Matthew Friend. I want to I want to eat Ego Nuodum. Like, like, literally, like it was her. just like, bring the entire SNL cast onto this movie. And plus it wasn't really cuz it went straight to to Paramount Plus. Yeah. It wasn't a cinematic movie. It felt like a TV movie, like a yeah. made for TV yeah. Nickelodeon bullshit. Mm. Fuck man, I'm just I'm just so rattled. I'm rattled. I know Good Burger's not a good movie. I gave it I gave it 5 stars on Letterbox because like, you know, you just got to give Good Burger 5 stars. You actually only gave it 4 stars because I changed it. Oh, no, there it's 5 now. Yeah, I see. Your review is 5. Your your most recent rating is 4. Yeah, I changed it. Um Yeah. Yeah. Gen Z ruined this oh, for me. Oh man, Abe Vigoda's in Good Burger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Fucking yeah. love Abe Vigoda. <laughs> see? See? It's just so good. And it just makes you want to eat a burger. This movie just made me want to punch someone from Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Shaq's in it? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, they did they redo that fucking scene too. I can't remember who the fucking um who the um 
who the player is, but they redo that scene that they did in, with Shaq because they're just like, holy shit, it's Shaq. And they're all like running and shit. And they was like, it Young Gravy? <laughs> Maybe it was Young Gravy. Holy shit, I don't it's know. Young Gravy. <laughs> hey, man, he has a good song. I got one of his songs oh, on, God, my, on my Spotify. Who are you? I don't know. But to close up, to wrap up this, 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 uh, this did episode. You know Shaq, did you know Shaq played a set at TIFF? Did he? Yeah. He's a DJ now. Oh, fuck. He did a set at TIFF. Damn. Wish we went. Wish we went. I think his DJ name is like Diesel or something like that. Yeah, Diesel. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, but to wrap up this this episode's um, best worst man, um, fuck Good Burger two. All right. And uh, just watch the first one. Okay. Yeah. And if anyone if anyone from Gen Z is listening to this, you 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 ruined it. You ruined it. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just cursed an entire generation. I did, I did, right. because of Good Burger. Because of Good Burger too, too. And, yeah. and not just because of Good Burger too, because of the existence of Good Burger. Yes, too. this episode is going to go down in perpetuity on the internet forever, and it will have me cursing Gen Z. No take backsies. There is no take backsies. This okay. is the hill that I'm going okay. to die on. I'll let uh, I'll let our three our three younger cousins know that you've cursed their entire generation because of Good Burger too. Well, you know what, man, you 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 you. This is why we can't have nice things. Apparently. Ah, uh, well, we wrapped up that. That's good. That took us forever and a day. I'm glad it's back though. I missed I missed doing that the last time and just jumping straight in. There's something to be said about that. Do you have a a, a spooky movie tonight for I us? I do have some spookiness for us. Then let's be spooky for a brief minute. With Shudder. Evil lurking deep inside. Its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. <laughs> baby spooky jesus fuck. so for this iteration <laughs> was a cough for a second <laughs> <laughs> now i'm really scared for this iteration spooky. Uh, jesus christ dave i'm looking you in the face if you do that one more time i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna fucking punch you with the mic hey this is a this is a this is an auditory medium homie <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for it. I can, I can tell. Anyways, the Shutter Minute brought to you by uh, a film called "It's a Wonderful Knife." Oh, yay! Yeah, I want to see it. You know what I wanted to do after I watched this movie? Run into a knife. <laughs> That's fair. It's That's fair. It's basically a play on "It's a Wonderful Life," but you don't say. You don't, you say. don't say exactly. Yeah. It's a play on that, but it's a horror movie. Um, serial killer comes, um, <sighs> serial killer comes, kills some, it tries to kill some, but someone girl kills serial killer. Right. Then, um, by some sort of mystical magic, a blackout happens and then she is whipped back in time where, you know, she didn't kill the serial killer and she no longer exists. Right. And uh, it's a mash. I would say it's a mash between It's a Wonderful Life and Freaky. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has Dave's favorite scream, scream queen, Justin Long. I love yeah. Justin Long. Is wearing yeah, yeah. the most ridiculous fucking veneers I've ever seen. Uh, Joe McHale shows up too, doing Joe McHale. Uh, I think he's a horrendous actor and he plays the same damn role in everything. That's fair. Um, 
this movie, it just was not good. Oh, it's the dialogue is cringe. The story beats are like just shit. Um, there's some good, there's some good kills in it. I really like the, I really liked the, the slasher. Cause he has like this, what he's in completely white. He has this white, like uh body armor almost yeah. on his face. Yeah. Um, really, really awesome. Um, but other than that, I just could not get behind it. Oh yeah. That's really unfortunate. I wanted to like this movie because like, you know, it's a Christmas movie and sure. uh, yeah, I just, after watching it, I was just like, you know what? I just want to watch the Christmas movie from last year. And it was called uh Christmas bloody Christmas about the killer Santa robot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's the kind of movie I want. Yeah. And this movie, not this. I had, I had high hopes for it, but like, you know what? Watch it's a wonderful life. If you don't want to watch that, watch freaky. Cause freaky is so much fucking better. The producer from freaky produced. Sure. This. Yeah. Um, and the director, uh, actually directed another movie. Uh, Dave, you'll remember this movie is called tragedy girls. Yes. Um, that movie was much better than this too. Huh. It was that movie's whack. Wait, it was whack. And this movie had some pretty whack parts in it too. Yeah, and yeah. Justin Long is, you know, Justin, Justin Long. Long. Um, but I would say he's the only good part of it. Ah, uh, dang. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But yeah. That is uh the Shutter Minute. Spooky. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Shall we move on to our main segment before you punch Dave in the face? Yes, Dave. We're waiting on bated breath here. <laughs> I just, just because this episode's coming out on the 8th, I feel like we owe it to the listeners to quickly talk about Poor Things, which is in limited release in the States. You're listening to this on Friday, so limited release in the States as of today comes out in Toronto and uh-huh. Vancouver next week. Yeah, yeah. And then it's uh, going wide, I believe, just before Christmas. Sure. It's a masterpiece, James. Yeah, I know. You you refuse to take me. I'm sorry. Did you want to go to the varsity at nine in the fucking morning? I mean, for Yorgos, I would I would I would slit my own wrists in a bathtub for him. If it makes you feel any better. Yeah. I didn't know I was seeing Yorgos <laughs> until two minutes before I was seeing Yorgos. <laughs> Were you going to see a mystery movie at nine in the morning? A mystery movie at nine in the morning in the varsity, and That's that was how, all I was told. That's how much Tony Tony like trusts me. <laughs> yeah, I That's took a big I took a big, a big swing. You took a big swing on that one. At one what for for about a good like fifteen minutes I thought it was the color purple and I was gonna be really <laughs> oh, upset. Man, if you were color purple at nine in the morning, Jesus. I wouldn't That's do too that. Heavy. To you. I, I appreciate you. To you. Thank you. But it's a masterpiece. It also involves a class struggle. <laughs> Thematic class struggle. So basically, it's like kind of a feminist Frank take on Frankenstein, as only Yorgos could could do. Absolutely, and he has some fisheye, fisheye lenses, and just lots of fisheye. Yes, it's very, very artsy, very, very sexual. The the Gen Z will definitely not like it. The Gen Z gang on Twitter who who are begging us not or begging them not to have sex scenes in movies anymore. They're just going to have their heads explode with all kinds of (laughs) nasty sex that uh, uh... Emma Stone has. But she is positively fearless and ferocious in this movie. Amazing. She is so fucking 
good. Amazing. And just like she has never been this good in any movie. You just watch. She just walks onto the screen and she's like, I'm Bella Baxter. And you just you you just hold on everything she does. And like she's doing some weird shit at certain points. And there's other points when she's acting when just like it's just a tour de force performance. And she just throws everything she has at this thing. Wow. And it's so well done. She is she she did the favorite with Yorgos, right? Yep. yep. I just think it's just such a great pairing of director and fucking actor. And just like you can tell that she is that Yorgos is like, hey, I need you to do this. And she's like, cool. And she wow. just jumps right in. Some of the yeah. shit that comes out of her mouth, you're just so flabbergasted. You're like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Furious, <laughs> furious jumping. Yeah, yeah. furious jumping. Yeah. That's, I don't want to tell you what furious jumping is, but you'll find oh, out. But you'll find out and you will not stop using furious jumping. And just Mark Ruffalo, man. Mark like, Ruffalo is so good in it. So good. Fucking Willem Dafoe yep. is fucking wild in it. Yeah. You know, he, there's just points when he's just because he's he's not he's kind of weird and just kind like of. He, he can't quite. I guess he can't really absorb or like swallow things properly. So right. he just blows out bubbles. Yeah. Huh. And it's just weird. It's fucking. It's, it's a fucking weird movie, James. Fucking Yorgos. You, you sit there and you're like, okay, yeah, it's a Yorgos movie. I get it. I get it. It's just, it's just like there's so much beauty in the production design in this thing, and like, it's like very steampunky at certain points, mm. and just it'll give you uh, Bioshock vibes. Like it's it's because the first like. I would say like what the first 30 40 minutes is in black and white. Yeah. And then it's just like a smash of color. Wow. And it's vivid. And it's 2 hours very and, very vibrant. Yeah. It's 2 hours and 20 minutes, which is a little too long cuz something happens at the end and you're just like did we really need this? But mm. it's based on a book, so you can't blame them. Sure. And just like I couldn't take my eyes off this thing. I wow. just I loved everything and I just wow. had a smile on my face for so much of this movie. And I was just laughing and just like vibing with it but you got to be into yorgos if you're not into yorgos oh, yeah you might not like it but it's a masterpiece there's no other word for this movie masterpiece amazing it's one yeah. of the best movies of the year i need to give some more shout outs rami yusuf amazing jared yeah. carmichael is a narcissistic fucking he's a he's a wild man the the, the shit that he says is wild too and fucking margaret qualley shows up chris abbott shows up it's just fucking Wow. I me and Tony saw this movie a month ago and I haven't stopped thinking about this thing. It's so well done and I can't wait to watch it again and like just Emma Stone blew me the fuck away. Amazing. I want to show it to all my friends. She's Seriously. so fucking good in this. Amazing. Because like it's like it's like that classic take on Frankenstein but it's like a such a it's it's very feministic and like very like yeah feminine feminism and like but not quite but not but not quite but it's just through it's through the female the female right. eyes and it's the yeah. female take on frankenstein and kind of male fragile white male fragility yeah huh. exactly um and just the, and sexual autonomy yeah and just like bodily autonomy and just body positivity and body, body positivity, positivity and like sex, sex positive very sex positive but it's not, you need to remember that it's science fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, because 
I don't know if you know who Grace Randolph is. She's going off on this movie yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, of course and I know. I, it's because she doesn't understand that it's science fiction. She doesn't get science fiction. She doesn't get horror. And she always gives them bad marks. It's because she doesn't get it. Yeah. She doesn't fucking get it. I will say, I, I got to tell you, Dave, my life has been much happier since I deleted Twitter and don't ever see a Grace Randolph tweet in my life. Yeah. Uh, she maybe can, I should she can, she can die a fiery death as far as I'm concerned. At least her critiques can. Her critiques can. she's god awful. Her but, critiques But can. going back to poor things, it's, yeah. it's fucking phenomenal. The, the overall message and what it says just speaks volumes. This is... This is Yorgos at his very best. I don't. I I would still hold uh, Sacred of Killing Deer over this, but that's just because I fucking love that. And again, fucking creepy, fucking Barry Keegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie is fucking phenomenal, and you definitely need to seek it out. Amazing. Yeah. I was honestly what you were saying, and I'm like, maybe I'll watch. Uh, maybe I'll do a little uh, Yorgos uh, Yorgos marathon and rewatch. It's been a while since I've seen The Lobster. I want to, I've never seen Dogtooth or Alps. Yeah, I've I want to see, I wanna see those two for sure. Yeah. I always wanted to see both and of And I those. will rewatch because I think I have it somewhere or I found it online or something. Uh, his his short film, Nimic. Oh, yeah. We yeah, saw yeah I want to see, I wanna see that again. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's nice. great. It's great. And like he already has uh, his next movie in the can already. And it has Emma Stone and fucking, fucking Willem Dafoe again. Well, of course. I'm just, oh my God, James, I can't. He's just, he's such a unique filmmaker. And writer and like he did like it's tony mcnamara adapted the adapted the screenplay and just the way they work together and just they're just on the same fucking weird wavelength yeah yeah, where you're just like this isn't how humans talk yorgos this is how humans talk to yorgos this this isn't how this isn't what humanity looks like okay but just oh my god it's the trailers are so are such a tease for this movie because just like once just you scra- get, it just scratches the surface. Once yeah. you get in, once you get in deep, you're just like, holy Jesus! Yeah, this is fucking weird and fucking wild. Very excited. And yeah, you should be. I'm hyping this thing up, and it deserves it. Nice. I loved it. I loved it. Nice. And yeah, it comes at limited release. You need to see it. Okay. And I will. Since you guys took it a month in advance. Sorry, buddy. Just the worst. I'm sorry. I didn't know that I was going to see it. Well, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at him. Okay, cool. Just the last. last It's been a long time since Dave's blessed me with a screening. Don't. I tried to invite you to one next week, and you're like, I don't know. It's a week away. I can't figure that out yet. But fine. It's been a while since Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) It was a good one. That was the one to end all all fucking screenings. Yeah. uh, I just I Tony I appreciate. That you just trusted me blindly. Yes. And this motherfucker. Yeah. We get, it takes us like an hour and a half to get there, to drive there. Maybe I literally hours. called every fucking he, movie that was coming like, out in December, except that one. He's, huh. He just keeps guessing everything. Is it this? Is yeah. it this? Well, maybe. <laughs> Is it this? Is it this? Never once, poor things. We get upstairs to go sign in. There's a giant fucking poster for poor things. And we're about, we're like passing it. And Tony's like, are we seeing the New Yorkos movie? <laughs> are we seeing your ghosts and then oh, tony maybe. sat down and i was like we're seeing your ghosts and tony tony might have died tony might have died yeah. for a few minutes yeah and then he was resurrected yes 
Well, that movie ghosts. was fucking incredible. Amazing. And, and literally the entirety of the Toronto film critic community was at that screening. Amazing. <laughs> I, I haven't been to a screening that packed in, in a long time. It was like we just ran into all our old friends from TIFF. And oh, yeah. amazing. We're like, hey, 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 hey this guy, hey. this guy. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, enough about that. Yeah, main event, segment time. Main event, since we're still on, since we just keep talking about gross shit tonight, what better movie to jump into than May, December? Oh my god. Did you guys know what this movie was about before no. you saw it? I didn't even know it was inspired by a true story. I thought it you was just fiction. You don't know who fiction. Mary Kay Letourneau is? Yeah, no, man. can't say I do. <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. Someone was like, before I watched the movie, I was telling them I was watching the movie. They're like, oh, yeah, that girl went to jail, right? And I was like, no, I don't think she did. Um, oh, she did. Yeah, oh, she did. Yeah, she did. Dave, again, I'm going to reiterate, I did not know this was inspired by a true story. <laughs> My boy, Justin Waldman, didn't know anything about this movie. Yeah. And he sent me a text about 30 minutes in. He's like, this is what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, insane. So if you if you don't know what this movie is about, it's about yeah. an, an actress played by Natalie Portman yes. who uh, is uh, researching a role that she's doing for an independent film. And uh, it is based on a tabloid story from the 90s where a uh, 36-year-old woman sleeps with a seventh grader and they have babies and she gets arrested and when she gets out, they get married and they raise said kids. So she wants to kind of get to the heart of the story. And yeah. not everything is the way it seems. And it's super dramatic. And it's definitely cringy lifetime bullshit at some points. And yeah. just like, James, keep tell me more about what you thought of May, December. I mean, they lean into some of it. Like, I, 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 the first thing that like threw me for a loop right away was like the over the top score. Oh, yeah. That felt like a like fucking 90s telenovela soap opera, like days of our lives, fucking levels of melodrama. And like every like, it wasn't so much episodic as much as it was like specific scenes. Yeah. And just like, it would it would build up and there would be like a, a big reveal at the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was the most extreme example of. I mean, that thing is like the most extreme example of a May December relationship. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I don't think you can get much more May December than that. Um, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this movie in a lot of ways. Based on a yeah a the way that it's it's done and shot and scored it just kind of throws you all over the place for like it does it's dramatic its and then it's campy yeah. Yeah. and then it's hilarious and then it's super schmaltzy and then it's dramatic yeah yeah it's definitely like a fucking whirlwind and there were certain points when I was just like what the what fuck? the fuck? I don't know what I'm supposed to feel right now yeah <laughs> I I don't know like, am I it supposed really to is... be laughing. Yeah. yeah, I'm laughing, but is I this, don't think I should be laughing right now. Is this ha ha funny or just kind of funny? I'm not sure. Should I be crying or should I be disgusted with myself? Weird. Yeah, 
because it tries to normalize it at the same time as it's like this is fucking this is weird. fucking weird bro yeah yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure i said that out loud multiple times being like this fucking is fucking weird. weird and like it's very good at making you feel weird yeah, the entire yeah. time like it's you're definitely not... an uncomfortable experience it's an uncomfortable like he uncomfortable experience like like he just lets it happen and you're just kind of like Oh, okay. I mean, first time I, screenwriter I too, like amazing. Like really? I, yeah, I don't Damn. like just yeah. like, holy shit. And I'm not big on Todd Haynes. Are you big on Todd Haynes? Uh, well, for the longest time, I thought Todd <laughs> Haynes directed the little children. So <laughs> definitely getting them mixed up. So, uh, I'm no. fairly, I'm fairly certain this is the only movie I've seen from Todd Haynes. I do want to see Carol. Hopefully Carol is not. You've never seen Carol? It's a Christmas movie, so I'm going to sneak it in. Tony, you you owe it to yourself to watch Carol. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I should watch Carol too, to be honest. You've never seen, you've seen it, haven't you? Maybe I have. I don't know. I'm blanking on it. Kate Blanchett and uh, Rudy Mara? In like the 50s? Lesbians? Oh Kyle Chandler said it. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alyssa was so mad I took her to see them. You (laughs) took Alyssa to see that? (laughs) Yeah. Dave. God damn, what were you thinking? You 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 haven't seen it yet, but there's like a big big emotional bit at the very end of the movie. Like before it slams to credits. Oh, I've seen the scene. And the lights in the varsity went up. As it's happening. Oh, fuck. They, they timed it wrong. Oh, no. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And everybody yeah. who saw it at the varsity or who saw it in Toronto knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's just, they came, that's, the lights came up 10 seconds too early. So oh, it just, no. It takes you completely out of the movie. Oh, no. that sucks. Did you but complain? Yeah. Did you get a free ticket? No, no, I didn't. I didn't complain about that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Alyssa was angry i bet <laughs> i yeah. bet yeah she Jesus. was angry <laughs> yeah anyway back to may december back to may december produced uh, by will ferrell fuck yeah. fuck um i need to get the the screenwriter's name but you guys keep talking yeah i wanted to talk sammy about, birch that's her name sammy, sammy birch. birch i wanted to talk about charles melton right charles melton who plays joe look the the pretty boy from fucking Riverdale. Yeah, pretty boy from Riverdale. I didn't oh, know he had it in him. Holy, like, first of all, I mean, this entire thing is about a boy who was forced, groomed into groomed. a relationship when he was in grade seven. And, like, for a guy as big as Charles is, like, physically, like, he's just a large man who's, yeah. like, very shredded i guess he, like, he gained he, weight for this yeah because he, 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 like, he almost lost the role because he was too shredded yeah like he lost like, like he's like not he, so he gained yeah he put a little pudger back on him yeah sure but still he's still like a like he looks like a just like a big normal sort of 36 year old adult yeah but the way that he plays this character is incredible like playing him as basically like this stunted still kind of in grade seven, not quite sure of himself, like doesn't really like completely, completely groomed, manipulated and everything by, by Gracie. And like, it's, it's incredible to watch. Like he's playing against and, and, and acting against Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore to, to, to top, like heavy, like heavyweights, heavyweights. And he is just crushing the role. Like he's He's so good. Like I wasn't thinking too much of him at first because they don't really lean into him until no, part yeah, way into yeah, the movie. Yeah. 
like other than I don't think we have too many hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mr. Hot Dogs. <laughs> and just, or I don't think we have enough hot dogs. Yeah, <laughs> and just the scene with him and his son on the on the roof. Yeah, like that one was just. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one hit. Yeah, hit hard. Is that the one you were talking about to me about being a father type yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, that one, that one hit hard. And then later, what what he's facing off against Julianne Moore, and it's just head on tap with that with her, and yeah. it's just like, wow, yeah. Like Tony said, I didn't think he had it. Yeah, but even even the scene, um, even the scene with Natalie Portman where he's just like, wow, and she was just like, that's what's just what adults do. Oh yeah, and, and like he gets just all the, upset, and just, she's like just the like the look of look of yeah. confusion on his face yeah. like he's just like what the fuck just happened just fully coming into terms right? with the fact that like he has absolutely no idea what the he fuck has he's no, doing he has no idea what he's doing and he's yeah. in a world that he does not know and yeah. what the f- he's like what the fuck is happening yeah even like, you know even the scene where he like he goes over to see his dad and they're just kind of sitting on the balcony and it's just like it's so uncomfortably awkward yeah and like he just doesn't know what to do and then he just randomly starts smoking a cigarette for some reason um, but he just doesn't know what to do with himself or how to act. And he's still basically a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like he never grew up. Yeah. And then I'll even bring out, uh, the, the, we're, we're talking about scenes and then the, the, the scene at the end, when he's seeing, when he's seen his kids graduate and yeah. just like the, him crying yeah. because he's realizing that like, you know, like they're gonna, they're gonna have the life that he didn't. Yeah. And it's just that real that everything is coming full circle and it's yeah. that realization. It's the pain on his face. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And the entire time Julianne Moore is just saying some of the most fucking vile shit to her kids. And like um that she, she's just very quietly menacing in the movie. Quietly menacing and quietly manipulative still. But she's so vicious. Yeah. She's vicious, yeah. Vicious, yeah. man. But she's saying it with a smile and like she's very she's very subdued in this movie. Yeah. Like she's not like the showy part of the movie. Yeah. But just like you're like, oh yeah, I'm watching fucking Julianne Moore run run a fuck the fucking plays. And yeah. you know, she her and Haynes have done multiple movies together. So like, yeah, she might be the background player type thing, like taking a backseat to Melton and Portman, but like She's still fucking giving it. Everything, She's still man. giving it everything. It's a movie that has. It's a movie about a lot of things, though. Like it's it's dealing with, um, it's dealing with family in a way, and and the dynamics between families. When there was that whole uh, that restaurant scene, I'm glad I didn't see this movie in theaters because yeah. I had to pause there because I was dry heaving. Yeah, I was dry heaving. It I was, was like, oh no! It was the most uncomfortable thing I've watched, um, and like. It, it, so you know it's dealing with family family dynamics it's dealing with grooming it's dealing with you know someone who's completely fucked up it's dealing with true crime true crime it's dealing with loss of innocence yes it's dealing with it's dealing with uh exploitation of of events uh it's dealing with tabloids it's dealing with you know the hollywood churning cinema of of creating content and people coming in like taking from someone else's pain and trauma to use to make money off of. Which is ironic because it's a Netflix movie. (laughs) On top of all of that, yeah. And 78,000 fucking (laughs) film production things on this one. This one felt like there's that reel that always goes around with Family Guy where it's like you can't tell when the movie's starting because there's so many goddamn production logos. This was one of those. There was like, what, 17 production companies (laughs) on this? Jesus Christ. Anyway. 
that said, Netflix yeah. bought it. Yeah. So it was already done. It premiered yeah, yeah. a can and then they bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, it had a lot to say about a lot of different things and it wasn't as direct about everything that it was saying, but you felt it the entire time. Yeah. It wasn't maybe beating you over the head with it, but you felt it. Yeah, I needed to take a minute after I watched it and like I wasn't quite as appreciating it as much as I wanted to. And now that we're talking about Even it, the ending. it more. Yeah, the ending is fucking whack is whack. Oh, holy shit. We haven't shit. even talked about yeah. Portman. Like yeah, Portman. No. Portman, I've I've been saying this for a few weeks now, but like Portman is a is an amazing, amazing actress. Yeah. And she's had the kid the kids now and she kind of doesn't do nearly as much as she used no. to. But like every time she shows up, she's electric. She just you can't take your she's, eyes off her. And then she has she has that monologue scene, which yeah. just it's just kind of in the movie. It doesn't really have a play. Like it doesn't really make sense. It's just there. Yeah. But you're just sitting there and you're just hanging on everything because you're seeing it in her face. Yeah. But she's and she's just reading a monologue. Yeah. And, but it's all in her face. Yes. But when she's tweaking the voice, right? And like she's getting her voice like really like, you know, yeah. on on, on to, the same yeah. trying to yeah. get trying to get that the cadence. in the cadence, the the, the, the lispy. The lisp. Yeah. Right. And you can see it. And it's just so how fun. she's developing the character. Yeah. And it's just unfolding in front of you, and you're just like, holy fucking shit, this is yeah. insane. Yeah. And there's so many and there's so many other scenes where Portman is just fucking on another level. And there's a whole bunch of shit going on with her character right. too. There's like an entire affair going on in her world that is kind of irrelevant, I guess, but Yeah, it's just kind of there. Like there's a couple happening. of like little breadcrumbs yeah. where they're just kind of there. Yeah. And you're kind of like, all right. Well, I guess that's why yeah, she wants everybody's to fuck kind everything of that fucked moves. up. Yeah. Everybody's a little bit fucked up. And like that one Yeah. And like like how she's so method that she goes to the back stock room and she's like pretending yeah, to have sex. Yeah. I was just like, that's diabolical. Yeah, man. Yeah, like that's, I, had pause, I had to pause at that and I was just like, okay, this is getting a little much. But I love with all of that. And then you get to the ending where they're like, they're filming the first or what a scene from the movie. Oh, and she's doing this and and fucking like, thing over and over yeah, again. But it's oh all completely different. Anyway. It looks like really like schlocky. There's also that moment where they're watching, I guess, like a direct-to-TV version. Yeah. Like, Gracie's watching a direct-to-TV version of her relationship that looks almost like a fucking weird porn. Um, yeah. It's just like, what the... F like, that's kind of the, that whole comment on, like, you know, exploitation of, of events and things. It's just... It just has multiple layers. So many things. And there's just a lot going on that's not quite surface level like i feel like a yeah. lot of the movies we talk about are very surface level aren't very like deep yeah like you get the message but like this one i feel like there's just there's a lot going on and it's a movie that's going to benefit from watching it more than once even though like i don't want to watch it again no like, it's no, i very no, interested like, in I, it like i'm getting like the heebie-jeebies talking yeah. about it it's so fucking unsettling yeah and so ugh. uncomfortable but, like, yeah I want to watch it again because like, I just feel like these multiple levels work better when yeah. you know how it plays out. Yeah. This movie's an onion. It's yeah. got layers, Holmes. It's got yeah. layers. Definitely. Uh, one to ask it's like you an ogre. Mm -hmm. Who was Melton texting during the movie? Uh, he was texting the, a friend. Uh, he was texting the girl that left, uh, the, the butterfly cage with him. 
Yeah, he mentions that he's in like a Facebook group with the whole butterfly thing. And there's this yeah. one girl that he like talks to a lot, and like she she went on like at one point he has two cages of butterflies. That's when when Natalie Portman's character, like um, I don't remember her fucking her actor's name right now. Elizabeth. I Elizabeth, think. yeah. When Elizabeth helps him carry the the two cages of monarch butterflies, one of the butterfly cages is his friends. Yeah. And then so yeah, when he's texting, that's who he's texting. And then at the at the one point he's like, hey, we should go to Mexico together. And that's where she's like, aren't you married? Like, yeah. Yeah. But like his loss of his innocence and just like, yeah. In that moment, because I'm sure the way that like the way that it was implied, I think, and the way that like he was messaging her wasn't in a sexual way, in a sexual way. It was like, we're friends. We'll go to Mexico and we should do this because there's butterflies and shit. And she's like on a completely different level and it's just like a, yeah another because example she's not stunted of, because she's another not stunted example of how he, of how, he, fucked he, up how he, he doesn't yeah. how he doesn't understand yeah. what's Social going cues. on yeah because he didn't he didn't he didn't grow up he's exactly. to, he's to still everyone in grade he's, seven. he's still in grade seven yeah yeah and that's, and, that's and he looks like i know he's older than the kids yeah but he looks oh. young enough to and be like their like, friend. Yeah, yeah, and acts like it too. Like even when they're talking and stuff like that, it's just like very, it feels, it doesn't feel like a father-child relationship yeah. at all. Yeah, it felt weird. It felt weird. Even when yeah. he was talking to them and interacting with them and stuff, it's just like, you're like, it was just such age. weird things too. Yeah. It's like, it, oh, we're going to go to the graduation, then he's going to come back and get you. It's yeah, like, it's just a, what? Like, it's a very strange. Yeah film and very weird and very unsettling but it's so well done so yeah. well shot so well yeah. acted so well written and just by the time it slams to credits i felt like i got fucking hit by a bus yeah yeah it like, was just a I, lot it's a yeah. lot and yeah as we were saying like portman and more obviously aces but like melton holy shit what a performance insanely good what a performance. Yeah. And like, I appreciate, like, I know it's on Netflix. It's going to get buried and stuff, but I hope it doesn't. I hope people seek it out. I hope people watch it yeah. knowing full well that it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Well, it was all over fucking X on last weekend. Like you couldn't fucking, well, you, scroll, you could not scroll without seeing a meme or yeah. seeing somebody's reaction to this well, fucking even, movie. There's been other movies that have come out and even still like the, the first movie poster you see on Letterboxd in the not popular with friends in the popular on Letterboxd is made December. December. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I've, I've wanted to see it for quite some time and yeah. I'm glad I finally got to see it and just, yeah. Hits I haven't like even fully made up my mind sort of what my rating is other than to recommend because like, yeah, kind of what you were saying too is just like now that we're talking about it more, everything's changing and kind of feeling different about it. But which I think is on purpose. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, 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 that's what the movie is. It's so it's complex, supposed, man. It's supposed to do that. And I know we're saying it like this, but <laughs> when it, it, I don't know if it even is <laughs> complex so much as it is just like they're they're fucking with us probably half the, yeah half the movie is i just mean it's complex and like there's so us. many different things going on that like yeah you kind of have to at some point when you sit back and reflect on it all it's like look at all the things that we mentioned in like a very short amount of time of like these different things that are all happening within this movie the the, the core of it is like the, the sort of the basic level premise of this movie is not that complex but it's horizontally simple it's vertically deep like yeah. it just continually goes down and you could like you honestly i you could pick apart any single scene in this movie and sit there and analyze the entire thing you could write essays on 
scenes no. of this movie. Yeah. I like, was just thinking nuts. about what Natalie Portman was saying. The kids aren't sexy enough. Yeah. That was <laughs> fucked up. It's can we it's find so have we gone coast, have we gone have we gone across the country at these these oh, we need we need sexier. It's what? so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucked up and you just can't look away. And also to hear like Which a, speaks to the whole true crime angle of it. Yeah. And like to hear like a, a grown woman, you know, describe a grade seven a, a kid who was like eleven years old and be like, We were in love. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. He was in the pet shop. What? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's icky. It's uncomfortable. It's unsettling. It's but you can't look you can't away. Look away you can't that. look away. You're you're you're, you're stuck you're with in it. it. And you're, and you're in stuck. It. And they're they're so good. And like literally, I you know, like it opens with, you know, I was talking about the score at the beginning. It opens with the score, and I was like, oh, you know, you're not even into the movie yet, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is this so over the top? Like, this yeah. feels so out of place. And then by the end of it, I didn't even notice it anymore. It was so in place of exactly what it was going to be. Like, you didn't realize how well it was going to fit into this movie <laughs> until you're like at the end of it going, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is so melodramatic. <laughs> this this score works in so many good ways. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to him getting Oscar nomination. I don't want to talk about I don't like talking about Oscars before yeah. it happens, but like yeah. I need this kid to get an Oscar nomination cuz I I really hope he does. And I need him to continue on this on this path. Yeah, definitely. Cuz I think he he just showed something that is within him that I hope other people like Star immediately is recognize. Fucking, like Star is fucking born. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. so good definitely yeah it's uh it's definitely a recommend oh yeah oh, hard yeah, recommend. yeah 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 yeah. i There's wouldn't no, question. Uh, no no caveats but at least know what you're getting into. yeah definitely yeah. know what you're getting into it's <laughs> Just, definitely i wouldn't say it's one of my favorites of the year but it's definitely it's definitely one of the top for sure yeah yeah i don't know how high on my list it's gonna rank right yeah. now as i said like i'm still sitting with it i'm still trying to figure out where yeah. i'm gonna put it how it still much sta- it still like stands it, fairly high against everything else yeah um but i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say it's one of my yeah. favorites yeah yeah well, that's fair that's yeah. fair but still still it's recommend high high recommend for sure phenomenal just, just, phenomenal movie but like no know what you're getting involved in just you know and this is inspired by a true story this shit yeah. did happen Plan plan yeah. your plan your day around the fact that maybe don't maybe don't have a shower that morning, then at night watch this movie and then take a shower. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm fairly certain my letterbox review was I need, a, need cold a cold shower, shower. and yeah. maybe a cigarette. And maybe a cigarette, yeah. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> yeah. That would do it. That yeah. that seems like it sums up. That that sums up about all the feelings. Yeah. All the feels. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Ugh. Yeah. Let's get the heebie jeebies out. Didn't we have anything for the end so that we can wrap this almost two hour episode up? You got you got a new blue for us? I do. Okay. I do. Is it what I'm staring at right now? It is. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Show and tell, baby. What did that boy buy? It's Dave's new blues. You gonna So uh I blind bought Barbarella. Nice. Uh, the new 4K from Arrow, uh-huh. the new Happy Hand Job edition, as Tony would call it. Yes, love me yeah. some Happy Hand Jobs. <laughs> and uh, I ponied up for the original uh, poster art one because obviously, like, 
Come on now. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, come on that's, now. That's exactly. legit. That's some really good art. Come on now. And just, yeah, the, the poster, the art cards. It actually has like the long, one of the longest books I've ever gotten. Really? Yeah, it's like a 120 page book. Holy shit. Usually it's only like 60. Wild. If, if you're lucky. Yeah. But yeah, this thing's. It's got some fucking, good essays. It has a lot of shit going on. And then it has like some publicity material at the back oh, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, Barbarella. Um, takes place in the future and Jane Fonda she she has she's tasked with going to find somebody uh on a distant planet type thing and uh well every t- every every time a, a gentleman helps her out she helps them out sexually nice and just that that's what the movie is sure and just very over the top, very like Flash Gordon-y. Yeah. Okay. Before Flash Gordon. Yeah. Or like it was ta- like before Flash Gordon the movie. Like it was yeah. obviously, yeah. it's very much like an adult comic book type thing. And like yeah. this, like I know we were talking earlier about CGI and special effects. But this thing was made in the 60s. So it's very like, it like some of the spaceship shit looks cheap as shit. But like just what he's, what they're able to capture with set design and the costumes and the makeup it's just it's fucking insane and it came out in 68 so i think it would be amazing to pair this off with 2001 a space odyssey i think that would be the fucking wildest double bill i will ever do in my life interesting because it's very spacey yeah, and yeah just yeah. like two very very different movies right but they're kind of similar huh nice and just and like it's campy as hell and the dialogue is, well, yeah. is, is dog shit but you're watching jane fonda and you're like you're so much better than this girl and she's running circles around everyone and she's just she's giving it her all still that's huh. awesome and she's just she's so fucking good in it and like the opening scene is it's incredible it's 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 so influential and like i know i know it was like the seminal moment for so many young young boys in 1968 but seeing it play out in the 4k with all the with how they're they're able to capture color now with restoration work amazing interesting that's interesting it's not a good movie but it's just sure yeah it's pretty it's it's an incredible piece of work and i'm glad i blind bought it and it has a whole second disc of of just bonus features of just interviews and Wild. behind the scenes stuff and yeah just, yeah i was i was looking up uh i was just i was honestly just looking up the movie now and seeing who else was in it and everything else because marcel marcia marcel yeah. <laughs> i recognize the poster in so many different ways but like i don't i i was just like what is this movie and now i'm just i'm very intrigued yeah i kind of want to do a triple bill of barbarella flash gordon and conan yeah, that might do it. Yeah, throw Logan's Run in there. And throw no, Logan's no, Run. No, no, no. In fuck, there too. fuck Conan. Let's do Logan's Run. Logan's I think run. Logan Run. It's yeah, it's definitely a must see film, and yeah, another banger edition from Arrow. Nice, amazing. I want to see this. Yeah, yeah. Sign amazing. me up. Sign yeah. me up. Sign me up. Yeah, amazing. But yeah, that's uh, that's Barbarella, and yeah, this was a hell of an episode, and uh, yeah. A lot of icky recommendations, a lot yeah. of ickiness, but, yeah. a lot of uh, goopy and a lot of class, and and goop a lot of and class uncomfortableness things. and class stuff. And 
we're uh, we're heavy and thematic on this one. Yeah, this yeah. one's a thematic episode. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed recording it when I wasn't coughing. Yes. <laughs> well, we all enjoyed that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll be back in uh, in a couple weeks. We're almost done to wrap up the year. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't get Gen Z on us. Well, you might. <laughs> you might. But we'll wrap up this year. We're gonna wrap up season two. We're gonna be back on a well. One of our, our new episodes will be on the right day. Yes, <laughs> yes. And thank you for bearing with us as we put stuff out randomly on different days. But yeah, you know. We're just, just, we're life, just making uh, our own fucking rules. Life uh, uh, finds a way. It sure does. And uh, sometimes, yeah. Also, yeah, fuck all of you. We can do whatever we want. This is our oh, podcast. Don't talk like that. <laughs> don't talk. We love our fans. We do, but they don't They don't keep us to a schedule. They've never kept us to a schedule. That's true. We've That's never true. got an email saying, where is my episode on like the second Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because we've graced them with enough bonus fucking random nonsense episodes that have come out and we've had to record back to back to back for like three weeks in a row that, you know what, we've we've earned some time. Did you figure out who we are yet, Emma? Did you? <laughs> Did you figure it out? If, if, if there was a lung being hacked, that was Dave. And that cackle was Tony. Yes. Big tasty. Yes. Big tasty Tony. Thank you, everybody. And uh, back in two weeks, and then uh, we'll wrap up this year, and uh, hopefully you'll stick around for season three, because we want to keep pumping your ear holes with the weird-ass shit. Love you all, and uh, talk to you soon. Bye.